flow coming from the rack store. Bet this back in the Mac in the back flow. Let's go, chillin' with raccoons by the back door. Take calls so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making door right. But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, fresh mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack lab from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack pack from the stash app. Rack will take a lead in this haystack. It's the Good morning, Rag FM. Today we're gonna shine some rays on Will regarding the solar debacle. Listen in, guys. It's gonna be perfect. And uh, Finn, you got a, you got something for me today? Uh, excuse me. But uh, very bold of you to break the fifth wall. I guess while you have me here, uh, I would just encourage everybody to head on over to imaginethesmell.org. And uh, I'll just leave it at that. I'll pass it back over to you, Bruce, who will then ask Straylight about his space tomorrow that he doesn't even show up for. You know how I know that? Because I know the fucking future. So how have you been, uh, Straylight? You've got a space tomorrow on the Friday. Yeah, but he's not going to show up. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, they can't hear me. Yeah, I don't even know what we're going to talk about, but I, I don't even want to know. That's good, man. That's how we, I know. That's how we roll. Because he's not going to show unprepared, up. winging it. Oh, my God. In reggae film. I wish you could. Robo's writing his good words right with the sound. Just going to try oh, and send him. Up, oh, there's Sheldon. Welcome up, Sheldon. Sheldon's good right, idea, the now. one and only. Thanks, Sheldon. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, I'm in the process of rallying for a, a really crazy Twitter space is coming up in two hours, but I, I do mean to not derail the space. Let me grab my headphones. Um, what is going on with Ray these days? I, I mean, sorry, with solar these days. Um, Cause yeah, I've heard some interesting things, but I'm also uh, considering what environmental projects look like in Cosmos for my own reasons that I'm not willing to disclose. So I, I'm, I'm interested in uh a shining light that we need to, to discuss. Yeah, is there a, a mini brief? You betcha. You betcha. I was waiting for Ray to do that, but uh, I'll give you a mini, mini brief, then Ray can give a bit more detailed one. So basically, what I understand happened is that a bunch of solar was has been sold from Will's account, and Will is a founder of the solar bank capital, the corp, right? but is no longer working for the Solar Corporation, but is a board member. Can you do like a quick summary, by the way, because I'm so out of the loop, just in case I'm not the only one. I remember now. No, my, my brain is liquid because it is in all places at once. But I remember seeing this. It's like, what, 80% of the token supply was in control of the foundation and they were just liquidating for allocation purposes that they claimed and not necessarily, uh, you know, acting ethically about a, a pretty, uh, you know, dump on the kids kind of mentality. Am I wrong? That's what I remember briefly from uh, seeing some some tweets. So that's what we're trying to go. Uh, that's what we're going to figure out in this space, hopefully, today. I dig it. Exactly. 
I um, go ahead, Stray. Oh, sorry. Oh, just really quickly, because th this is the reason I, I came in here, not to be a dick and derail, but I, I left a, a comment about this uh, pretty heavy fight going on with uh, Jaquan and AIB. Um, I'm not asking anybody to take a position, but in two hours, I'm going to be running a um, Twitter space to discuss sort of like social boundaries and permissionless environments and some crazy stuff like that. So I, I did need to notify you all about that. But um, Ray does really, really excellent work on, um, you know, sort of keeping some projects in check. I, I was really grateful when he initially brought up Aqua because I just I haven't had anywhere remotely near the time to do the use of the kind of investigations I used to do. And this really reminded me of that. So I, I'm definitely happy to to see Ray firing all guns for this stuff. And, um, yeah, we, we knew it wasn't just Aqua, but there's there's always going to be some uh, bad mixed in with the good. And and what is the rest of that saying? The bad apples spoils the bunch. So happy to uh, weed out some bad apples. I didn't mean to step on your words, though. Will on fire. Go, go ahead, please. Yeah, I mean, uh, I totally agree with you. I think it's more like uh, on this case, you need people that dive in and look at transactions, but then you need also like the context of it and looking at what's actually happening. And uh, I think it's, uh, yeah, if, I mean, we're ob obviously not scamming anyone and we're still here and we still like answered everything and it's just coming up more and more weird accusations, like things that we have been minting our own NFTs or creating a second wallet to mint more NFTs, which I think basically makes everyone here crooks. Um, it's kind of more getting more and more stupid. But I think addressing kind of on-chain transactions and why and that communication, I think, is important. And, you know, then we need to make a better system over time for all the DAOs and how, how can they be accountable to be able to scale That's things. Interesting. It, it's it's funny you say that actually because I, I do specifically use a single Ethereum wallet 99% of the time. Um, I try to do the same thing in most ecosystems because I'm a really big believer in the permanence of blockchain and how that's a, an anchor for reputation. Um, I wonder if you're talking about um, sort of auxiliary wallets and, and different practices uh, moving back and forth as a foundation. Do you do you have you know public announcement of those addresses or sort of you know. I don't want to say transparency report because that's stupid and there's no standard for that. But is there anything that you feel sort of, uh, you know, displaces some of the misunderstandings about this? Yeah, I think it's a mix of several things. I'm sure Ray can walk through the different claims there. But uh, it's, one thing is kind of the sales of the solar itself, uh, which was done through my wallet uh, because of uh, both mine and the general limitation of the DAO DAOs and how that is done but uh yeah uh, we can have communicated you know better around that it's kind of a transfer the money into the DAO, so you can search it and then of course uh ray claims that it's still my own money because it's so yeah, i'm commingling my own money according to some allegations there um and then there's uh, the nfts right which we minted and i from my time in nfts in stargaze uh, which i've been part of several of these communities right i I think most of the people who are really NFT collectors in Cosmos do have more wallets. And is another allegation there that we, we what do you call it, uh, went around our own limitations on five. Uh, so I'm, I'm just going to cut you off right there, Will, before yeah. we get too deep into the matter. Yeah. And you, are of course, going to have all the time to explain yourself and yeah. tell us what's, what happened. I just want to say hello to Robo. For coming up as joining as co-host much appreciated and then i just want to say welcome to ray and thank you for coming and getting up at this hour 
No worries, but I'm just in the background. I'll I'll take care of any like uh, people who request or anything like that. So you just do your job and I'll do the, the background work. Okay, buddy? Perfect, Rebel. Perfect. Thank you for that. And good morning, Ray. Thank you for joining. Good morning. I'm still making coffee. <laughs> yeah, I know this is very early for you, man. That's like 6 a.m. or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we really appreciate you joining, Ray. Thank you. Thank you for that, man. So we've just been talking briefly about what is going on with the whole solar thing with Will and what Ray is posting about and just briefly touch the beginning of it all where Ray he posts a tweet about the solar account. Oh, Will, not the solar account, sorry, but Will selling off a lot of solar tokens around 75K. Is that right? Yeah, it was a little bit more than 75k, but it was 75k at least. Thanks. And then there's been some I don't know if I can if it's a, a, accusations, but there's been some statements around what's going on and from both of you and you have made some claims Ray or at least pointed out some 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 data and we'll have responded on that and yeah, I don't want to go too far into the details but I rather one like want us to have an open discussion about it and just to clarify and hopefully we can end up knowing Bruce, a little more about the whole thing. Yeah, go ahead, Robo. Bruce, could we maybe just cover some basics, very, very basics for anybody in the crowd that might be fairly new or whatever, or, or new listeners to the replays. Uh essentially uh solar Solar Bank uh, or Solar Dow, whatever you're going to call it, has been uh, set up through Dow Dow. It's been tokenized uh, through Dow Dow, and it's been pretty much like bootstrapped uh, via kind of Dow Dow, right? Just to establish, that's where the project's like been been built, sort of speak, right? Yes, as far as I understand it, that's one hundred percent correct. Well, maybe we could start with with Will just explaining, you know, Solar Bank and and what the purpose of the token is. Yeah, the concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly what I was thinking about. That the base concept for the project before we go any further, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I can start there, and it's been. I think it's also been like a mix-up with uh, an old web page where we were with the project a couple of years ago, and we had a different token, and then we have been trying to develop it further, right, to make sure this is uh, really a scalable system. And I, we we started this project and that was really why I got into blockchain initially, like in 2016, because I was running a solar energy company in Sweden. And and we talked to IOTA at the time who were selling this kind of concept that we should tokenize and do microtransactions between people who are charging their cars could pay directly to people with solar panels. So I looked into <clears throat> that part and kind of really thought that would solve a lot of the issues I've seen. When I've been working around the world, right? I've been running more oil and gas companies and mining in the uh, in Middle East and Africa and those kind of places with a lot of issues with middlemen and uh, yeah, people not being banked, not being able to send money. It costs you $50 to send $5 to a guy in uh, Liberia to do something. So, so I really kind of liked the blockchain part and I thought, okay, let's uh, maybe we can use it for solar, but just in general, the DeFi was what was interesting. And then uh, I met Jermen and uh, we started more safe place, uh, a company that was building a wallet SDK in 2017, which pivoted into Empower where we kind of, okay, we need a use case, we can do 
immediately. So that's why we kind of started a plastic waste deposit system. How can we incentivize waste collection, create a better business where anyone doing kind of waste sorting? And, and that's kind of been the main business. So since 2018, we've been working full-time on that project, uh, both of us, and, and building a team there. Then the solar bank has been kind of on the side, like it was the initial concept, and we didn't really want to leave it. Um, we think it has some kind of really good merit. And then the first token kind of setup we wanted to do there was that you could tokenize a utility-scale solar park. So if you were buying one panel or one watt peak of a solar park, and you would get kind of the revenue from that. Because what was developing the parks is just big companies again, right? It's the big funds. It's not really accessible by by you and me. We can buy into it later, and it, you end up in the normal you know financial structures where you have the those with more money get uh, more money, and the rest of us have to pay more to get it in. So, so we want to solve that with blockchain. And the first concept of just tokenizing each park had a lot of issues, right? So the solar park solar bank company is building an app where anyone can buy into a specific solar park and then they can also trade that uh, and make that kind of share of the solar park liquid so that's why you create this solar park token which we initially called the solar token because that was the concept only at the time but we realized that is is kind of hard to scale it because you you actually don't get fungible tokens what you get is non-fungible tokens right you get the nfts that rep because they need to uh, represent that actual solar park with that uh, yield and uh, you know those solar hours and all of that so that's still a core kind of of the company and what we realized like this uh, this last year and just working on the tokenomics in general is like there's actually a way we can solve some of the stable coin issues that we both need to solve in empower to offer kind of ways bigger uh, a stable coin they actually can use and not just uh, you know digital us dollar or anything like that but actually has a stable value and can create some yield we figured if we take these solar park tokens um, and we set up an entity that can buy them just on equal terms to anyone, any other investor, you can buy into you know a pool of maybe 20 different solar parks. You put them into a kind of an asset vault where you pack them together. And then you can, based on that, again, you tokenize that part, uh, really the pool of solar to uh, tokens. And th by that, you can create a new token, which is more fungible. That's just, uh, but it's still backed by a huge portfolio of different assets that are generating yield, like, you know, from five to 15%, which is maybe the average solar park, especially in Sweden. Of course, it will vary a bit on legislation and jurisdiction and, you know, uh, which country you're in, but that's kind of the starting point. And Sweden, because it's very comfortable from a regulatory and, you know, stability spectrum, it just makes sense. And we know uh, what we're doing there. So, so the solar DAO was set up because we saw that. Okay, we can't really have the same legal entity both running the parks and having that kind of uh, incentive to to maximize profit there, and then having uh, people buy into the what peak, which is then kind of the fungible version of this. Because this legal entity, like the DAO, needs to be able to go in to buy, uh, you know, shares or parts of any solar uh, park, not just this one. So if it's really going to scale, it needs to be a huge asset portfolio and the larger it gets the less the risk is the more you diversify right the more you can estimate the given yield for this uh, what peak over time so uh, if you're suddenly in 200 uh, different solar parks in 50 different countries different payments different yield then the average of that will give you a really stable token so the whole point of the solar bank now is to launch this what peak where anyone can buy a what pick, you will get the yield from this portfolio of solar parks and by that you will have like a fungible token that is transactional you will get some kind of uh, average yield, which initially will be swinging more, but over time as it grows, it will be more and more fixed. 
And you will be able to then, of course, both use this for payment, but also save it, right? And it's kind of anti-inflationary in the sense that it will accrue value compared to US dollars or other fiat money and also versus other US DCs or, you know, digital uh, or existing stable coins in Cosmos. So for us, that Wattpig is kind of a unique tool that we really can use to give away Spigger in Nigeria. You will get the asset. It will actually generate yield, and uh, he can use it, and we can build up an ecosystem, DeFi ecosystem around it, which is based on real value, right? It's not the Ponzi. It's actually value creation coming into Cosmos and fueling this ecosystem that we're building. So, so that's the whole concept. And, and the DAO, I mean, it's me and Jermen, my kind of partner and co-founder in all these projects. Is we figure let's instead of going to a VC and investor and you know the typical route and raise money for the solar bank down, which I'm sure we could. I mean, we've been raising money for a lot of stuff throughout the years. And let's do this with the DAO DAO. I mean, I really like the DAO DAO concept and was playing with it as I said last time in August and had to set it up. And, uh, and we thought, okay, let's try to just bootstrap this. We're working full time. We don't have much time to do it. So when we had some time now to launch like a month ago, we it's okay, if you're going to do like an airdrop, we need to distribute more of the tokens that we have. It's, it's fully centralized. Like we own the project, we developed it. It's kind of 100% ours. We could have gone and either way. But it's okay, let's try to grow this grassroots in uh, Cosmos, uh, distribute it with airdrops, uh, get people to invest in the token so they actually get invested in the project, put some money into it. That's the best way of creating uh, you know, a strong community. And that's really my belief that NFTs are really a great way to build uh, identity and community and have people actually that want to invest in your project be part of it. And of course, then in return, you give them, uh, you know, incentives back and you make it attractive to be part of it. So they grow as you grow. And, uh, and that's how we have considered it. Uh, to be able then to give, of course, the the value of the solar and the airdrop as well, we thought, okay, let's set up an LP. We get uh, some liquidity that will help us to bootstrap. It will help give a value to this airdrop when we give in kind of hand it out to people so it actually becomes a value and something we can use and then we can invest in development and get more time to to really scale this and implement the technology so i think yeah now that was a long start but that's really the whole full background of uh, yeah the solar bank DAO and why it is like it is and why it's set up like it is and also why it's different websites from two years ago and evolution of the tokenomics and all this thank you for that answer will yeah go ahead ray yeah i, I think um like I, I i i think my only my my issue with any of this comes from the fact that the token was sold to the public um and i think that's probably like if you if if you had as, as an organization i really i should just start by saying I, I appreciate the explanation i i i really don't have an issue with you know the the business you're doing it may sound similar to another uh entity that we just have been discussing but um in general i mean i think the concept could potentially work uh my but again my issue comes with how the token was sold who it was sold to who kept what and then you know basically how the the public was communicated with and treated um in regards to the to the token so it, I think that would be probably what I would want to discuss for the most part, if you're open to discussing that, Will. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, and that's been like, I think Johnny Wiles, I, I don't know who is or didn't know, I think he's like an osmosis developer, did some of this like initial uh, beginning of March. He posted like the transactions, which I think was like a great thread, right? It was very objective. He was pointing out 
what was happening on chain and leaving some open questions on the information that was lacking, right? So we addressed a couple of these. It was also, you know, finding that older website and uh, having questions. I, it's, I think that's all good. And, uh, it's, and definitely that when he asked those questions, it also became clear for us that we are, you know, information that we don't think about posting or updating was needing updating. And as you say, it's uh, we did the LP there and then much more people uh, streamed into it that we would believe. We looked at it like, okay, the solar is zero value. We put it there, but at least people can get like a, it's a distribution mechanism that will give us some value. Uh, and uh, yeah, and I, I also know, I, I, like I said, I posted a lot on Twitter. I think um, it's not that many posts on Twitter about that, but I definitely like I posted this to the community on Discord and people who DM me and say like, don't buy this token. That it's it's at this point an empty DAO. We're setting up the project. Yes, we have an idea. We know what we're going to do. We believe in it. We'll invest in it, but it's not worth eighty million dollars. Uh, you know, it's an empty DAO. Uh, you can't uh, <laughs> go into that. And I think there's a, a lot to be done around the communication around both LPs on Osmosis side. You should like have a market cap. I mean, there's no OTC or exchange in the world that doesn't add in the total value of what they put on their, you know, um, DEXs or not. Yeah. Dexes, uh, so, so would you say, would you say that the the public offering was careless or reckless at all in the way that it was communicated? Yeah, I think we could have communicated a lot better. I think it was also surprising to us, right? And we, I mean, was not expecting that kind of either the volume or the pricing. And uh, I, I, I can show you that, and I will post it afterwards as well. I was recommended by the. I think there's a bunch of people from the community that's been. We thought were the community. I realize there's more people maybe who have been buying in, but like from the day early days there. I mean, already in February, we posted in the Discord, okay, this price and this volatility is too much. Be careful, don't do it. And then we posted something on Twitter a couple of days later. But yeah, I, we could have done more there. And I said that last time on this space as well, right? We probably could have done more earlier on just saying and uh, warning about that and saying uh, on the sales as well. We communicated that also in the Discord and we had the prop there on the 7th or something like that. I, I guess you know the days better than me, but... Yeah, it's uh, yeah. How yeah, did you determine that price? Hmm? You said you you said you announced a price. How did you determine that price? Yeah, or no, we said that the price was too high. I mean, the first days of the LP, we kind of put in, uh, and this is like a learning on the LP and how it works. And it, I think for, for me, it was an eye opener of how this actually works. I've been, mean, you know, digging into different high APR pools before, and. Uh, and I mean, I get a totally better understanding of it now, of course. But we tried like putting in at the value where it was once uh, twenty solar to one uh, Osmo or something like that, around five cent, right? Which you know is more or less, I think, That's, a decent price. Yeah. So you 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 decided the ratio of the of the token, and you you're saying that you didn't understand that when you put in twenty of one, or you did understand that you were setting the value to five cents. Yeah, yeah, we knew that we were putting around, uh, I guess osmosis went from $1 to lower, so a bit lower than that. But then we added more volume. But then we also got comments from people, oh, you shouldn't add liquidity to it. You, you need to let that be a part of it. So, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, if you call it reckless or not, at least uh, I totally agree that we were expecting it to come like uh, $15,000, $25,000 into that liquidity. And uh, it went up to, I think, almost like 800000 at the highest with a ridiculous valuation to it. And we definitely 
anyone who talked to us or asked about it, we said, don't buy it at all. Uh, the rewards are great. So if you're looking into this long term to just get the rewards, you know, add it in because we are going to incentivize to grow the community. But it's, uh, we're not going to, I mean, if we were scamming, if I was doing this to get quick money, we would, we could have dumped, I had enough solar to dump this. When the value was seven, eight hundred thousand, I can go away and leave, right? So that was not the purpose. Instead, you're talking about selling this. Uh, if, both me and German, like the other co and of core team here, is uh, have more solar tokens now than we had the last time. So even if we have been selling some, it's not like we've been dumping this. And we were looking at the liquidity as well and not selling more a few more than a few percent. So this was stable, and we got money in to keep developing and doing stuff. I figured that this really is value equity for the for the DAO and. Uh, of course, for some people just chasing the APR, it will, uh, I think they know what they're doing as well. They're not going to stick around regardless. They're in there to get to the APR and you see that as well. They, as soon as they unbound now, they just dump and put it into, you know, Fox on June or whatever it is. That's the next thing. And, and yeah, that's, uh, I super yeah. so, so that's definitely it. Apes are going to ape, of course. I mean, that, that makes sense. I, I just want to touch on something you said. You, you said this in a tweet, I think, and then you just said it now as well, where you say you, you have more tokens now than before. Like, how, how do you have more tokens now than you did before? Yeah, because we put into the LPs, right? And we also bought NFTs. So we, have, uh, you are, get, we are also getting the rewards and the airdrops from that. So even if we sell some, we're still getting more than we had initially. Okay, so you're, 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 you're staking in the LPs and claiming, claiming the rewards for your, your token. Yeah, um, the the one thing I wanted to bring up too, and oh, uh, I mean, Ray, yeah, go ahead. Just quick before, because I know how deep you can go. I just want to ask Sheldon, what do you want to want to say? I'll make it quick. I, I have two um, questions because you you do know uh, the number of token supply when you issue a token, and and I totally can appreciate the concept of looking for an appealing token price. You know, this market is rife with unit bias, et cetera, et cetera. Hmm. Um, as a pre-question to setting up the five cents, did you mention that you were um, tokenizing this earlier? You said that you were talking to IOTA about this. Did you do, um, you know, a, a sort of like more structured, traditional, um, uh, uh, what's the word? It's falling out of my brain now. Value analysis. Did someone do a, a scoping on what they believe the value of your business model and, and structure was? Because I, I think it's very interesting to, you know, look at a, a project and say, hey, I would like to issue the token of five cents and then do that successfully. Many people have, have failed to do that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, we didn't do anything with IOTA. Of course, since their technology didn't work. Um, no, I'm either. asking about valuation. Did you, did you do a valuation when you were considering them? Did you evaluate the, the, the structure of this concept? Because this is the same concept effectively, yeah? Uh, yeah, this is, a, I would say, like a completely different product. Kind of uh, what we talked about then was the solar tokens, like in the corporation. So that has had valuation. We raised money. We raised uh, a few hundred thousand into that corporation, which is then building the solar park. So that had the valuation, and all of that is uh, definitely done. Although like the Wattpig is a and the solar bank DAO is a new project, right? And but I'm like I've been starting companies all since I left law school, right? In uh, yeah, that's and, cool. I've been an engineer for 20 years, and I'm 30 years yeah. old. So yeah, it's totally fine. We we all have lots of really rich experiences. So I just want to keep this short because I do have to hop off as well. Sorry to cut you off. Um, mm -hmm. You mentioned that you are staking into your own LP and that you do really like what you've been able to achieve through DowDow. Are you looking at contributing back to DowDow in some form or fashion because you are sort of 
uh, benefiting from eating your own lunch at the moment because you know we we'd like some lunch too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we had some proposals into how we can do, and I think like the issues here, the structural issues that we are talking about should really be handled. I don't think like the vigilante going out and claiming stuff without having the contest is the right way, but still we need to get the rugs out of the old Dada system. So I think like if you look at how this is sold in the real real world, right, it's more like certifications. You have some where people or companies can opt in to something. I think if we set up a kind of an audit or something like that DAO, where the projects that are launching, they can dox themselves, they can put in the tokenomics, and have a vetting and they can be approved by that DAO where they themselves and other can be members. I think that would like eliminate them. If you invest in a DAO that's not been part of that, you know they haven't been checked and you take the risk, you ape in for sure, the Sure, and I'm a compliance officer and you're stating that your product was previously positioned to entities, not to individuals. So I'm just laying that out and being clear about it. But I do want a straight answer to my question about um, rewarding DAO DAO because you did take a pretty significant benefit from interfacing with DAO DAO and using their tools. Um, DowDow is a growing organization. Can we count on you to support DowDow to help more interesting projects like you come online? Yeah, definitely. Um, we are, just like uh, I'm saying, we're contributing a lot. I think Yarmin is one of the most active developers helping out on a lot of projects already. Uh, I'm so talking about the LP, yeah. sir. Sir, I'm talking about the LP. You're, you're, you're making money off your LP. Oh. You're making money off your LP. That's specifically what I'm asking about because you, you got a great benefit from the DowDow community. Yes, speculators are going to speculate, but it's not necessarily common to have a wildly successful lunch and then, you know, get to eat your own lunch successfully in a massive way without ending up breaking off technical partners or supporting them in some way that is not just, hey, we write code. I understand the code is law, but Cosmos relationships but, um, are financial relationships. If I break you off again, but uh, you're asking if we can su support the DAO, DAO, and I said yes. So that's a pretty clear answer, I think. Fair enough. Happy to do that, of course. I mean, it's uh, right. a great tool, and I think yes. it can be done a little further. I'm happy to do what we can. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, Ray, I appreciate letting me interrupt. Thank you so much. I, I have to hop in a little bit, but I, I do want to stick around for this. So, yeah, Ray, please, I, I, I've uh, interrupted you as gracefully as I could, but my grace is over now. Please. No, 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 do it. I'm, I've got my screen down, so I'm not seeing the hands raised. So just interrupt me if I'm, if I'm on a tangent of writing notes and, and stuff. Thank you uh, so, so wanted, much, uh, Sheldon, for that, man. Yeah, go ahead, Ray. No, so I wanted to get back to, <clears throat> I, I agree with Sheldon's point and that I was kind of asking that question a little bit as well, um, but excellent articulation. I I think it was, uh, was it Jeremy that you said posted that Twitter thread back in March? Was that in like March 7th or March 13th or something? It was about a month ago, right? Where he kind of outlined what was going on with solar. And on chain, and you said he was fairly objective, and in, in that Johnny Wiles, right, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And one of the things you mentioned in this conversation we've had here is that he had also mentioned that the uh, in, that the website was out of date, or that was there was something out of date uh, with the website. Yeah, exactly. And, and so, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, and so you you had some time to to take down the information that was old before I started asking any questions about it or, or change it. I think the, mm. the other, like this is just gets into what my issue is, is selling this to the public because if you're selling it to the public with information that's not relevant and now you've had two different groups, you know, if you want to call myself a group, you have two different individuals pointing out that this information is questionable or it doesn't make sense or whatever. 
and you're saying, hey, this is out of date. But at some point, if you go to the SolarBank token page, the SolarBank capital page, at some point since the creation of the osmosis liquidity pool, someone updated the SolarBank page to point people to go buy the token in that liquidity pool, correct? Yeah, I'm not sure when that was updated as well. But I, I, well, it had to be updated idea. since the pool was created. And this yeah, pool yeah, is, what, sure. six weeks old? Yeah, for sure. Right? So I think what we did when you got the, the question was that we set up the DAO page, which is separate from the corporate page. So it's a separate website for the DAO, right, which uh, handles that part. And then we also put out the Medium article about the DAO and how that relationship is, and answering to those questions from... Uh, and wires as well. So we did that in yeah, addition but... to starting writing the white paper and showing more the relationships between this. So, I mean, yeah, I'm sure we could have done more, but we actually did no, no, have the possibility. But that's not, that. my, that's not my question. My question is somebody specifically went in and modified the website that has all the inaccurate information and but didn't remove the inaccurate information, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you can ask this again about the admin, but I, he went in and updated the what he found at the time, right? Uh, late night, he just tried to fix stuff. So, uh, you know, you oversee things, it's not intentional, and you can try this to bring that anyway if you want, but that's not, it's not the case. Right? No, I'm going to, but I'm going to keep hammering on this just a little bit if you'll allow Ray, me. One second. Like... Ray, Ray, one, one second, Ray. In my own mind, uh, can, I, can I just establish, Will, exactly what was said there? So, there's in, and I didn't know about this, but there was incorrect information uh, on the website regarding the project. But someone's went in after the pool creation has put a link in or whatever to divert people to that pool to be able to buy the token, but hasn't updated any information that was obviously invalid or incorrect on the website at the time. They've jumped on this incorrect information. Nothing's been amended, but the link's been put up to die. I mean, that's not a good look, Will. Is there anything you can add to this story that might help us? Yeah, I'm sure. Like, uh, I mean, Yarman did update, and I haven't looked, uh, I didn't do it, but I'm pretty sure he has become a very good explanation for that. And it's, uh, he updated probably the information he saw. I'm not sure where, which page that is the wrong information, but the capital page. Well, you're the one saying the information is wrong. So, which information, what page has the wrong information? Yeah, but the Solar Bank Capital is a different uh, entity, right? So, that's not the same one. So why is the Solar Bank Capital selling a token they have nothing to do with? Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. You have to ask uh, Yarmin why that text is still there and how that is. I think it's an uh, he missed it or it's something else that's happened there. So it's nothing other than that. I, I think that's really important. I mean, maybe he can join in if you can message him to clarify that, because I think that's I don't understand why a company who says in the website in the frequently asked questions that that they don't hold any of this token, but they're selling the token and they spend two, like over half the website selling this token. But now I'm, I'm looking at the website you're citing right now, right? Which is updated where it specifically says that this solar token now is under solar bank DAO DAO and it uh, shows you to that page on the DAO. Yeah, but, but go read the white paper. Like there's only three pages on the website. Yeah, but go to the bottom the, of the. That's not the white paper either, right? That's the white paper for the Solar Bank Corporation, as I mentioned, the Solar Park tokens. So the white paper, as I said, you can get that, and it's in the Discord, and it's a, was released like last week, two days before you started writing this. Again, I, I just so you don't have an answer as to why Solar Bank Capital. So Solar Bank Capital is owned by, by 
it's uh Jer how do you sell his name sorry it's not owned by him it's a, it's a limited liability he was building the solar park and you sit on the board of that right ray, ray just do us a fair dude uh and, and i know it's bad for us but like when when will speaks you'll have to put yourself on mute ray because i don't know we can't hear him until you like mute yourself it's kind of weird Bruce, did you catch sure. some of that feedback there? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think it's a new feature in Twitter Spaces where it tries to mute other microphones when microphones are unmuted. But yeah, go I mean, ahead. Ray, Ray brings up a very good point. That is concerning that you know a website wasn't updated, but a link was put up to divert people to be able to buy buy the token. Uh, you know, that that is a little bit of a stickler. Uh, I mean, uh, hopefully we can overcome this. Uh, what were the other bones of contention, Ray, other than the website and the, the, the redirection to buy the token? So th there's no clear message on who is Solar Dow Capital. And that's fine. They're a private company. Um, but Will here is the founder. I think he's he's declared or he was the founder. He is the founder. I think you're always the founder once you're the founder. And then he's also on the board and there's no declaration that, I mean, it seems like a conflict of interest, right? It, that the board member holds the largest supply of this token and you're, you're, you're using this uh, company to funnel people to purchase more of the token. It, it isn't a beautiful look at just first glance, but Will, can you clarify on this before we go to Sheldon? Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is all explained already. Was the introduction right? It's a company we set up, and then we started the DAO to do the what pick. So it has to do with the splitting of the legal entities and developing the projects. I mean, we're definitely the founders and developers of the whole concept. So I mean, it's uh, of course we could have given away all the project to to Ray or someone else initially when we were launching Cosmos and and drop it and sell all the tokens and and let someone else do it. But I mean, that doesn't work. You can't develop and start an idea and not be working on it, not having control of how, what the choices you do, you end up in a lot of uh, governance issues and stuff. So we've been clear on the, that from day one, right? That we are controlling this DAO now. And the goal is to over time distribute it, to incentivize the community, to grow that community, make sure they also profit from it. And I, I mean, that's the facts. I, it sounds like you never run any kind of business or anything like all oh, it's, uh, it's kind of, how would you do and start the company or any project without starting with the ownership to it. it it doesn't make any sense to me Not okay like so let's talk about that let's talk about that for a second because i've been studying corruption since i was eight years old and i'm very familiar with how the clinton foundation the gates foundation the agency that uh tony fauci used i'm not trying to make this uh, politically colored in any way shape or form especially because i grew up democrat hilarious but the idea that the segmentation between two legal entities dissolves you of responsibility of ownership when you own both of those entities in one way, shape or form, even as a partial owner, that is not really compatible with a culture of cosmos that's not really considered ethical by many people for many reasons. Um, do, do you have anything else besides the bottom of this funnel to say that there is legal segmentation between these two entities? That's kind of dry. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I totally agree with that. And that's kind of the purpose of them to split them up as well, right? And it's not any ownership in between them now, but I have shares in both. So that's kind of the it, as you say. So, uh, yeah, it's, I agree. And, okay. and uh, it needs to be totally separated. And that's how it's, uh, that's the plan to do that. 
So I'm, I'm not going to be able to keep talking because I have to work and, and jump off a little bit. I'm going to drop down to, to listing mode. Um, I appreciate you uh, communicating about this stuff, Will. Um, at the same time, I implore you, if you do want to not just treat your community like exit liquidity, as you described that you don't want to do, then you need to take on some uh, more genuinely and directly and verifiably altruistic motives that are not really being displayed at the moment, because I understand that for-profit businesses are for-profit businesses. I've worked in the Fortune 500 for a decade. I know a lot of weird, stupid things about for-profit businesses, but also entities that are not quite the same type of ownership, i.e. public permissionless shares, have different types of responsibility to the general public to who they make that asset available. It's the whole reason the SEC is a crazy imperialist organization that enforces its will on other countries needlessly, ridiculously. So instead of inviting that sort of enforcement and that question about compliance and how this asset functions, I would implore you to restore your ethic in the way that you say that you want to by making some commitment about how you're going to contribute back to DowDow so that DowDow as an ecosystem and an entity can continue to provide value for entities such as yourself in a way that is sensible and is not compartmentalized under legal entities. I yield. Thank you, Sheldon, for your time, man. Thank you. Sheldon got a, in an hour, he got a very, very important space about AIB and J. But nonetheless, go ahead, Will. Yeah, I mean, not much to add to that than uh, agreeing on that part. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think so. On you, Thank you I really appreciate Sheldon. And, and Will for humoring us. I, I don't think you're like a malicious person in this sense or that this is a, a scam in the direct rug pull sense. I think it's more of a question of transparency or I, I think you owe the people you're selling the token to some better, like more fully fleshed out communication about the intention of the token, the distribution of the token um, and, and just how it's utilized. One thing I want to, ask you to clarify is you you mentioned on the page um on the solar Dow capital page you uh pointed out where that liquidity pool is do you also see on that page where it says what the purpose and in the dow dow uh summary for the solar bank dow what it says the purpose of the dow is does it say there that its purpose is to buy back solar tokens i i don't see anywhere in either of those pages where its purpose is to sell solar tokens yeah, no, definitely. I mean, the purpose is not to sell solar tokens either. And this again, like, I think this page, as I said, is the solar tokens here are really the solar park tokens that we're talking about, you... uh, which will be the basis and not the DAO tokens itself. So it's a mix. And I, I, you know, I can't say more than sorry for that being not uh, better updated. I, it's, uh, it's the website that was there a couple of years ago and I was updated, but it's not properly updated. And, and that's on us, of course. I totally agree on that. Is, uh, right. And that, that primarily is the issue that I have with this is that the information that was presented to people when they were buying the token or when they were being sold the token or, or incentivized to purchase the token, because you did incentivize the liquidity pools for a token that you were supposedly urging people not to purchase. Um, when that was happening, the information was not accurate. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, uh, and that was the reason why we put up the Solar Bank DAO page, right? And focus on building that and adding the right info there. But uh, yeah, it's uh, and no, no issue seeing the confusion, as you say, if people went into the other page, it doesn't look like the same thing. So, yeah. 
Well, it's the same logo, right? I mean, you're sharing yeah. the branding across the DAO and across this corporation that are supposedly two different legal entities with no relationship yeah. with each other. No, it's obviously a relationship, right? So that's, uh, I'm not saying that, I'm saying that you're right, that it has different information about the token on the pool. Yeah, I don't, I, I guess I don't, I don't need to, like I had said to people before we had this conversation, you know, hmm. I, I don't need to, to beat this dead horse kind of thing. I think I've made my points. One thing that's not really clarified either is how the distribution was done because the distribution that was published on um, March uh, 3rd, was it? Um, for the token tokenomics distribution doesn't match the tokenomic distribution that actually occurred. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I mean, the distribution on chain is the correct one. So no one is, uh, uh, as you say, what do you think? So what what were all those what were those five wallets that you you funded with uh, initial seed money that received eight hundred thousand tokens of solar each? What were those wallets for? Yeah, it's for other people that we are uh, around the team. So that's uh, that's it. I mean, some of them are doc starting already and being part of it, and uh, and that's uh, we distributed those. Uh, in August, and as you say, it was like sixteen percent to to Yermin and I, not fifteen, which I put in that first tweet in I think end of February or first of March. So uh, yeah, nothing. Uh, I mean, that was something wrong by us, right? And putting the wrong number there, and I was uh, went too fast on my end. But uh, we're not. Uh, I'm not like what you say. Uh, disagreeing yeah, so on the same thing there. Uh, I'm disagreeing on the other thing that you're gonna prove kind of by on-chain data that I had 16% because that's not true, right? And I, we're talking about the team allocation there and uh, that's, uh, it's, yeah, the facts are still the facts, even if the, some, the transaction there or the genesis uh, had another one. Yeah, so who are these other team members? I mean, that wasn't communicated. If you look back at your tweet, they're, they're not, it's not mentioned that there's five other team members that are going to get, you know, point, eight percent of the share that's more than 15 percent. so you're saying there there are five other team members you just said that and then you no. add in the 16 percent. no okay like the core team is me and yadman who have 16 percent. so how do you account in your in your tokenomics distribution information for five other wallets that receive 0.8 percent that's not in there at all yeah, it's part of the rest of the percent. If it's hundred percent, they are in there, right? Where where is it in the? You can show me in the percentage. It's not very much. It was NFTs. It was incentives. It was the team was fifteen percent, and then it was seventy four percent to the DAO. Yeah, and those are other kind of people and contributors to it. So that's uh, that's just how. But they it, don't. It's not the team. They it's don't go the under team. team. No, it's not the core team. One guy was in the team who left in December, which also was an issue, right? And uh, you shouldn't have had the tokens, and we should, uh, of course, have a vesting or something like that. But uh, we didn't have it. Yeah, I just mean, like, we can go through it step by step, but that those numbers aren't in there. There's no communication. There, nothing I've seen other than this conversation we're having right now, and maybe something you posted on Twitter since I asked, that these other wallets were distributed to team members, but you're saying they're team members or contributors, but they're not accounted for in the token. Because it's really, yeah. so I think like, I don't wanna, 
I don't want to just keep beating this horse, but this is the general theme of the way you've been, you know, this entity has been communicating to people, which has been fairly loose. Um, maybe just completely, or I would say it's incomplete for sure. I would say it's uh, been I would say I would say Ray, their communication's been a little bit benign. And I and I say this because I I I look at Will as a friend that I've known for quite a while and we've had spaces together and, and I do see like the, the great work that they've done over at uh, Empower. Right. But it it, it is real it's benign, the, the communication and, and the kind of a bit of a like lazy affair attitude. Like towards like what we've kind of seen, there hasn't been any kind of like uh, like like a, a redemption arc or anything. I don't know. I might be wrong on that, Bruce. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I've I've I kind of reacted a bit when Will said facts are facts, right? Right before because there's been a lot of I don't I don't want to say misinformation, but in lack of a better word, I would use it. There's been a lot of misinformation surrounding this project and wrong data on the sites and all this stuff. So, well, well, here's a good one. Here's a good one. What did Ray think about the Medium article? Before we go any further, Ray, you've obviously read the Medium, the explanation. Yeah, what were your takeaways from the article? That it didn't really address the things I brought up, and it misconstrued with intention to like devalue the questions that I had. I didn't say you ran off with $75,000. I said you sold $75,000 worth of token. It's two very different things. Yeah, but I think like the general, like uh, I, I know that that's what, uh, or maybe that's what you said and maybe that's what you mean, but the obvious, when you post something like that on Twitter and you're doxing me and putting my name and saying I sold $75,000, and at the point, you know that some of this has been put into the DAO as well and was on behalf of the DAO. People are not going to go in and dig in. Even if you put, do your own research, they will look at what you've written and they will send you a message. Oh, you took $75,000 or, or Bruce will say, oh, I would use that for buying a vacation or strengthening my bags. And, and that's how it works. So it's a bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, so you I were mean, personally offended. No, I'm just saying I'll I get dig a lot of shit because you're not like being precise enough on it, and I, it's it's just the only thing there. I mean, it's you can do this in a better way, I think. But it's will how is he will wait a minute, Ray? Will outline this for me because this is really important for uh, Ray moving forward. What did he not outline clearly? Where do you think Ray might have like made some errors, errors of judgment? No, I mean, could have asked about those things, right? And uh, it was already in the proposal in the DAO, which he also confirmed. And that was also like a payment before this into the DAO from uh, my wallet again. So it's just like adding more of the full story and not just putting a tweet that uh, I think everyone is uh, just seeing those tweets or sending me a message, oh, this is all a scam and things like that. And, and it's not. But uh, as you say, like we haven't been doing everything perfect and we can do better. Okay. okay. I mean, I my one, comment one that, Yeah. No, no, just one thing I did want to say on this is that you've just been through this, Ray, with Aqua. And he's he's had to, like, you know, like, go through. Like, he, he didn't want to do it, but he did do it, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, Willie's coming on the back of, like, a, a like a six-week investigation that's, like, taking a lot of time. There's a lot mm -hmm. of, like, sus behavior. I mean, you know, we talk about, like, verified don't trust, uh, Ray. This is a classic example, isn't it? It's like, if we just trust every project, well, you don't know what's going on in the background, Ray, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it just, this is, 
if you guys, if you've run, like, I'll just say this in, in the scope of this, if you've run companies and you've started a bunch of companies, I think you should have the common sense at this point to know this isn't how you operate, right? You, this should be way more structured. And I think if it was just way more structured, it would be, this wouldn't be an issue. And I would look into it and go, oh, the tokenomics match. Oh, there's a bunch of sales, but here's the thing with the DAO. And I'll talk about that DAO DAO proposal too. Um, but but that's my general sense. Yeah, I, I probably, it's it's. I'll say from my perspective, because of the quality of the tools we have or the lack of quality of the tools that we have, and because the person who's selling the token is also using this wallet for their own personal activity, it starts to get pretty complicated to, to trace specifically which token went where because they're selling personal tokens, they're selling apparently DAO tokens, but they're doing it all from the same wallet, according to them. So it, it becomes a little bit muddy. And I don't think that's my my fault. And I definitely didn't say you sold it out because I didn't, I couldn't trace $75,000 back out of the wallet because there's some of it went to the DAO. Some of it didn't go to the DAO. Oh, that's true. Oh, and I agree. And like the, the goal is there like updating to the sub DAOs and hopefully I think we'll be able to do all the business of the DAO within the wallets. I mean, we couldn't do that now, or at least I'm not technical enough to do that. And, uh, and yeah, it will, we are moving this all into the sub DAO and, uh, Wallace and hopefully all the business of a DAO, DAO in the future will be able to be done in within that, right? With the full transparency and the full account of accounting and all of that. And I think that's really, yeah, the goal we should work towards. And uh, when it's come to the sloppiness, like explaining this as well, which might be <laughs> maybe harder, but uh, we are working full time in Empower, right? And that's where we are employed. This has been like a side project without any funding. We haven't raised anything for it. So this is really something like we, Okay, we need to actually do something now to get this kickstarted, to start this project, to get funding in, to start developing, so we actually can put people on to to do this, and as you would do in a company, right? Put all the structure in place, having all of this. So it's it's really been uh, been on late nights this month and uh, updating in the evening the website and writing that medium post during the day and uh, like uh, in the couch chair <laughs> in Easter and and those kind of things. So it's uh, that's the explanation. Of course, it doesn't excuse that we should have you know done it more properly or or better because uh, i but yeah for us this is like a super early phase of a of a project where you started and it's usually like that in any kind of story it's a bit hands over heads and things like that in the beginning you you do what you need to do to get forward and move it and, and that's what we've been doing and of course uh, as you say putting that in an into an lp on a small system frontier and uh we haven't reached all that we thought we reached. We have tried to be like super clear with anyone who's been talking to us and the community that we knew were interested, which I think a lot of those guys are here and you know being as transparent as we can. But uh, yeah, it's you know we can't can't undo or improve other stuff there. So, but I think that's that's just what we need to learn from this, of course. So yeah, Robo. Well, Will, on that point, very very quickly, uh, this is a question for Ria. Rhea, we we are, we do know, we have the evidence that uh, Aqua uh, acted maliciously uh, in what they did. They also acted very stupidly in the lack of security for the DAO, which is how they got exposed. Rhea, this is a, am I right in thinking that this is a different case? That there's maybe questionable behaviour, but no malicious intent, Rhea. Can you clarify that for me? What's your opinion, Rhea? I I try to specifically not imply intent and try to keep things into 
as objective as I can. And I know it gets complicated and, and difficult, especially when, you know, we have conversations with you and German and, and it is not really taken seriously or it's, oh, go read the docs, you know, don't, don't, this is, we're doing everything. It, and it's not just addressed like in a serious manner. So I, I think of course it's something different to every, every one of these cases is different. Um, I definitely think it's a lack. I think there's a lack of respect for the process in terms of being professional about it. I don't think it's fair to say that they didn't raise any money because the LP itself was raising money. They sold the LP. So that, that is, and they sold it out for another token, right? They sold solar. That is raising money. Let me rephrase this for you, Ray. Let me rephrase this. With Aqua, we know people lost money. With solar, have people lost money? Have retail lost money? Yes or no? Yes. I mean, look at the token price. It's below when it was listed. Okay. Will? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's several different things there, right? And one is you're saying the professionality again, right? And how do you handle these questions that you're just putting up and getting like a mob going and having Jacob a little bit putting in uh, Forbes and pictures of Sam Bankman-Fried? How, how are we going to communicate on Twitter? properly and address your concerns. If you were a professional, you would also reach out to us to, to get clarification on those issues, right? They're not, uh, but you're not giving me clarification. Hmm? You could probably but do both. You... Sorry? Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. yeah no worries. And then, uh, where was the other <laughs> question? Uh, sorry, I don't know. I mean, you're the only person that can hold yourself to whatever standard you want. That's that is the thing with crypto to some degree. So, I, I mean, I can't really do anything other than point things out. Yeah, and that's good. I mean, that's what we've been saying as well. But then again, if we don't, uh, we've been trying to answer you, and you don't take it into consideration either, right? Like when you said I have sixteen percent, and we had in the proof of that, and you still claim that uh, online data proves something else, and is it? It's possible to have a better discussion on this for sure than having it on Twitter. Uh, and having this kind of aimless, I think, is a good thing as well, right? You can talk things through and uh, discuss the missing pieces. Of it. so I think it's more like getting a better dialogue all over Cosmos is needed. And uh, as you say, find out what projects are actually rugs or scamming and what are trying but not perfect, which is obviously the case. But there's uh, a big difference uh, between the two, I think. Yeah, different way of handling that, of course. <laughs> And we really, well, I, really appreciate your time uh, and coming on here, Will. And I just want to ask Ray, if you, do you feel that you're getting the clarification you need for from this AMA, this space? Not, not really. I was just going to say that I don't. I don't feel satisfied by the conversation. Um, I, I feel like it, is there anything that I. Really, in what, manner, in what manner do you not feel satisfied? What's lacking for you? Because that's important for us. I, I don't think that there's any, like just talking and having the conversation. I mean, has anything I said been factually untrue? And I've been going through this conversation for weeks now. And the, the acknowledgement of like what actually is going on at solar has still, like, it's just like, they're not taking this seriously. Like we just, we'll go through this. We'll have the conversation and then we'll go back to doing what we're doing. Because you, you've had a month to update the website and you didn't take it down and you didn't take Wiley's concerns about it seriously. And then I brought it up a week ago 
and you didn't take no. that seriously, and you're still selling the token on there. No, but uh, we actually uh, we did like when the Wiles did it. We did put up the DAO page and we did put up the medium. When we raised the questions, we addressed that and wrote the medium page to try to answer all of it. So I mean, we have been trying to and do this at the best. But way why we don't can. you take the information down? It's inaccurate. Yeah, the- yeah, definitely. We can take the solar cap uh, website down. And of course, maybe it should have done that immediately. So, yeah, nothing wrong with that. But we have been taking the situation you know, seriously and trying to address all the questions as well. And there's also a lot of claims you've been doing like that are uh, about minting own NFTs and getting airdrops and, and stuff like that, which is, again, like... Uh, Every NFT project, if the the ones launching them are not minting or not buying or not selling their own NFTs, would you really invest in it? Like, if none of the raccoon guys would invest or have uh, an NFT, it would be very strange. And if it's illegal having like a benefit to having that NFT, it's even weird, right? That's so you have also like those kind of accusations which are way off charge. You can focus. But what I agree on is the topics we have had here, right? Which is more the communication part and lacking information. On uh, yeah, update the tokens and removing that page would have made everything easier. So I, I totally agree on those points. And then you keep adding on more and more unreasonable stuff as well, right? Which doesn't make sense. So it's a bit you're saying we should be professional, but it should be on both sides. And then we can meet in the middle and definitely walk through all the data and, and do all of that. And and that's what we're really happy to do. But it needs to be like also a balanced stuff, right? And uh, fair enough. Well, you just brought up a point. You said I've said I've made unreasonable things. Could you could you give me an example of something unreasonable that I've I've said? Yeah, exactly. Uh, regarding NFTs, you said that if we circumvented the minting of uh, NFTs by minting more than five NFTs. Yeah. So so why did you have a cap per wallet if you weren't going to respect it as your own team? Because, I mean, it's and this is like we mentioned this additionally, maybe that was before you came on, right? I think like everyone doing NFT transactions have more than one wallet and the cap was not set uh, intentionally. This was like a hack or what you call a bug on the Stargate. So the goal was to have like 10 NFTs in the whitelist and 10 more in the public sale. But we didn't manage to change that or update it. So we got, I know said to the guys also in the Discord that, okay, set up another wallet and you can mint uh, more in that. So that was... That was the issue, but you're posting it on Twitter like it's a scam, right? And I think, like uh, again, like uh, maybe not all them. As I think uh, the guy was here before said, he did only have one wallet and never minted with more than wallet. But I'm pretty sure there are more people here, like in our Discord where we have the the Solar Discord. Like I think it was like five, six people having uh, between twenty to fifty NFTs, and I, they didn't do that with one NFT. It's not bad. It's not wrong. It's it's just how it is. You you keep a cap on this as well, right? Because if you don't have a cap, one person can go in and mint 500 immediately and no one will get it. But if you have a cap, at least you limit that and you get the distribution, which is fair. It's nothing to do with like scamming or anything like that. So that's just like a ridiculous, uh, talking about knowing things about Cosmos and how things work. I think that's just, it discredits the real good points that you have right on the data and information. Okay, so you you haven't been claiming the rewards on all of those those NFTs and selling those? Yeah, of course. I mean, it's, again, right? This is the same thing with Raccoon. If they sell an NFT and they buy it themselves with their own money, they also get the rewards. I mean, if someone goes in and pays on, plays on Raccoon Bet and they get reward, they are able to sell it even if they own the project and the money they play with goes to their own DAO. I mean, it's the same thing here. If we launch an NFT, I can, we're not getting any free NFTs or anything like that, but we bought it just like anyone else in the market, fully open on that and, and on minting. And, you know, it's, 
it's like there, like if, if someone is not uh, want to mint the NFTs, I can definitely do that. It's on Stargaze, it's a marketplace. I, so that's, yeah, I mean, no hiding in that. And it's not, uh, I don't know, I don't see it any wrong. I can't see any NFT product where none of the people have been buying it and not getting the benefits. If this is like Hua Hua punks getting Tory airdrops, I, I don't know if people from AIA probably bought into those and got the Tory airdrop. Are they gaming it? or? If the raccoons that have a raccoon NFT are getting out an airdrop or some other stuff, are they doing it then or scamming people? It's not like well, that. We're, we're just talking about solar. Yeah, but I'm saying you're you're calling something. These are meme like, things, and you guys are, and you're trying to build a a decentralized solar bank infrastructure. Like you you talk, I think there's some conflicting things here, or at least some multiple avenues in terms of you say you're trying to decentralize and get the token out there, but then you're Taking the you're taking the NFTs which distribute the token, and and claiming the the airdrops and selling the stuff for yourself. Yeah, because this again, like uh, you're not then following properly on the NFT side. I think you. I'm not sure if you knew the airdrop was related to the NFTs initially. It didn't seem like on the first tweets you did. Like uh, maybe you can uh, shine some light on that. But the NFTs and the full mint goes to setting up the first solar parks. So of course it's in our interest to get this minted out as soon as possible, so we get started on building that. Uh, definitely, I mean this, and again, like this is what happens on Passage where you have the Meta Hua Hua. They want to mint that out as soon as possible, so we get started development. It's always in the interest of the team to get that in place and done, so you can start on the work. It's, it's just like what happens everywhere, and it's not suspicious, or you, you maybe it is suspicious, but I don't think it's an issue for anyone. I mean, it's, it's just how it's done in every project, and I don't think that's really a fair to call that something else. Sure, I, I guess we can agree to disagree, or or say that we, you know, your intention with it is not the the same intention that I'm 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 getting from it. Okay, well, that's good. So one thing I do want to talk about, though, and then if there's people have questions or whatever, is when you brought up this, you sold, you know, you had the DAO proposal. I think it was A three or A seven. Um, where the DAO, which is you in German, right, approved to sell 50,000 solar. Um, and that was passed on like March 6th. Uh, and then you sold the solar, like you said, and then it went back to the DAO. Um, and that happened on March 17th. But that that proposal wasn't approved until April 1st. So you see where part of my issue comes in is like, whose funds did you use? The DAO funds that you were allocated through the DAO proposal were not issued to you until almost two weeks after you sold and redeposited tokens. And so that to me feels like a, a lack of like respect for the process to some degree. Yeah, no, I mean, and that's, uh, that's okay. I mean, it's like a two person DAO. So we, I had the, I said, like, okay, I'll sell the tokens I have already and hold. And then we just do that back again uh, once the passes. I mean, it was already more than it was passed in the voting so okay and uh, let's do it like that uh, i think uh, yeah it was just a simplest way we had set like a 14 day proposal period which is not of course uh, efficient when you want to be operational and we still haven't set up the sub DAOs to handle that we have started setting up a couple of those so you can actually do those wait, 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 wait a minute this seems like an excuse that you sidestep governance can i just clarify on the dates there so you guys have obviously got a revote and re-enabled uh, so you weren't able to execute. Obviously, you didn't set your DAO properly, and you've got like this ridiculously long like proposal period for uh, 
for some reason, it wasn't executed. Ray, what were the dates that you said there? There was a prop put up, then there was wallet action, and then the prop passed. Is that what you said, Ray? Can I clarify no, I, that, please? The, the prop passed, and so the, the the prop was put up on the third or the sixth of March to to sell fifty thousand to send fifty thousand solar tokens to Will's wallet, and then some, and then. During this entire time, before the prop was proposed and after it, there was this constant sale of solar from Will's wallet. And then on the seven, and when I say constant, I mean daily. And then on the 17th, that wallet was, uh, that those funds were swapped back for, for Axelar USTC to some degree, and then, and Juno as well during that process. And then those funds were put back in the DAO. Um, I think there were multiple transactions, but I don't remember. But on the 17th, I think, or the 16th of March was when the USTC went back in. But the proposal to distribute the 50,000 uh, solar to Will's wallet from the DAO was not executed until April 1st. Yeah, right. well, that's, that's a big problem, yeah? That's a big problem. Yeah, so I sold my own, like, NFTs because we put in the... Pro I mean, we agree that, okay, let's sell this uh, amount of tokens to fund the... Development, and then uh, since it takes, uh, as you say, fourteen days or more to release the tokens, we're like, okay, I'll sell my own tokens and I transfer that into the DAO. But we still document everything with the proposal system, so that's really what we did. And uh, it can be interpreted in a way, of course, but that's really the reason to do those at all was to document it and make sure we had the process and put in the date of the transactions afterwards. It was there, and uh, it's really like an attempt to add transparency more than anything else. But uh, yeah. It's, uh, so you would say that if it isn't documented in the DAO proposals, then it was a personal transaction. Is that what you're going to say now? What? So any sales of solar outside of the solar that was approved by the DAO, those were personal sales? No. So the, yeah, if it's not mentioned in there, it's, uh, it should be personal sales or it needs to be put into the DAO, of course, uh, if it has to do with the DAO tokens. But as I, as I said, like we're and we're also paused now because we're updating to Subdao two, which takes fourteen days with the limitations we said. So is the tooling is not perfect yet for what we want to do, of course. And as you say, it's not set up well enough to DAO to handle everything that's happened. But uh, yeah, we're adding the information in there to add in transparency and data, so you can go through it afterwards and check it as well. And combine that with the online data or on-chain data. So that's really the purpose of it. Yeah, I think, I guess my, I, I don't have a lot more to say unless there's other things that people want to ask questions or talk about. I think, I think the commingling of funds um, into personal wallets and spending stuff before DAO, before the funds have been received from the DAO, uh, it's just, it, it just muddies this whole thing. And I know that you're saying that this could be set up better. It's illegal depending on the entity. So this is what a lot of people don't understand. I've been talking about this for weeks, about the difference with like LLP versus like an LLC. Uh, I mean, the corporate structure is like another thing to look at. But like, bro, co-mingling at any degree with any like registered entity is a fucking no-no. That that's you just don't do it unless it's an LLP. Then you can co-mingle funds. If it's any other corporate structure, you cannot. A limited liability partnership is allowed to co-mingle, well, not co-mingle like user funds, but you're allowed to have your personal funds as part of the business funds, essentially. Whereas an LLC, everything must be very, very separate, right? Well, it's a mess for accounting. 
It's an issue. That that's an issue. That that's a big issue, Will. Yeah, a one you guys need to sort out internally. I would think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean for sure. And I, this is like again, like the, the transactions are on chain. We posted afterwards all the transactions there, up to date uh, on what has been done and what was the DAO uh, tokens and uh, what is getting back and things like that. But yeah, I, I agree. And we are setting it up with just uh, DAO uh, wallets, uh, so yeah, it shouldn't be an issue going forward. But uh, of course, I. I understand that it's harder to find out and check everything when it's in the same uh, tokens are the same wallet. So uh, yeah, it's not much to say about that. And uh, yeah, it would have been better to have a separate wallet for it, uh, of course. So I just uh, oh, sorry guys, sorry guys. I just want to clar- clarify one thing before I say say hello to Tink. Uh, you said well, you came from a corporate background, right? In oil and banking, the team. Or did I mishear that? No, I, I'm just uh, been uh, running those kind of companies. Yeah, that's true. It's all startups or scale ups or things like that, but still. Yeah. Okay, thank you, man. Hey, Tank. What's up? Just quietly listening, guys. I hope you guys are all doing well. Go ahead, man. Just listen and Voyager like you do. Robo Ray, I cut both of you off before, man. No, that's all right. I I would like to know, and this is really important, and, and, you know, let's say that we appreciate Will coming up here. If you come in the fucking rack den, you know, you're going to get the right questions, but, like, you know, you're going to get a fair hearing, and, you know, we're all here to try and improve the industry. Right, Ray, very quickly, give me three steps, Ray. Uh, Outline how, moving forward, Solar Bank can have a secure future. If if you were in that situation, Ray, what would be the first three steps you would take to to get back credibility to secure the future for that organization? Well, I'd say you know I appreciate Will coming on here and having these conversations. I know that things can get a little loose in crypto because it's it's just easy to move funds around and and set up wallets and everything else. Uh, my encouragement would be that they use wallets for operational uh, activity that are separate of their personal wallets. Um, I think the other thing to do is if you're actually gonna run a professional organization that's going to provide revenue back to the solar holders, which I believe is what the intention is here. um, And feel free to clarify that, that there's an actual like structure defined, set up the payment schedules, um, you know, all the basic things you would do if you were doing a business plan, like there should be a business plan for SolarDAO if SolarDAO is actually some sort of collective or cooperative. Um, but I know that you've also said that it's a for-profit for, and, you know, for the solar holders, which are essentially you know, just two people right now or a couple more, obviously 60, I think, in total. Um, but that would, be my th- that would be my opinion is, you know, separate the stop commingling stuff um, and that would provide a lot of transparency and then actually do basic, you know, corporate structure and explanations. If you're taking a public sale, which it, you know, and you're selling the tokens to the public, so they need to be informed. They should be informed. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good advice and totally agree on that. Uh, of course it's, uh, it's, yeah, it makes sense. Um, one more thing to delete the information that's no longer relevant from the internet. Yeah, definitely. I'll, you know, we, we haven't posted the white paper. We put it in our Discord for review like a week ago, which is uh, then, of course, uh, showing a bit the structures on how the money flows of the actual solar versus the, the 
you know the what peak as a stable coin and how that works and uh, how that money flow is and how the entities are but uh we <laughs> figured it was okay let's uh, talk about this and figure out and we can share that and update the information and uh, try to make it uh, better and clearer so yeah we'll we'll do that as well the last question i had is could you clarify because people that haven't joined uh or joined late is so there are, there are two entities here right or are there three entities that are involved in in generating revenue for solar dow and it's it's a it will be more entities uh, in a sense like but you have the corporate of uh the solar bank uh, corporate like the limit what do you call it limited liability company which is a kind of building solar parks and doing this app which uh, tokenizes a solar park turns that into solar park nfts so that company will work with different solar park developers again uh, so that's kind and, of the one part yeah and, and that company will send its revenue back to the dow yeah i mean uh, how that the uh, app works is that you can go into like the solar bank dow or anyone else as a you can or i can go into that app and buy those nft tokens so that you can do that directly by into i want to buy into that specific park in uh, in that part of sweden or you know wherever it is so you can do that and then you'll get that annual annual payout from that uh, net revenue from that solar park and then what solar bank dow is doing is doing the same thing going in and buying those uh, solar park nft tokens from several parks so they will get that uh, revenue back again putting that into an asset pool so this is all under the solar bank dow buying those tokens from uh, that app which is really buying shares into those solar parks and then distributing kind of that annual yield back again to those holders of the the what peak which is then kind of the, the stable coin representing that pool of assets so so solar bank dow buys the nft representations of these solar parks they buy those from solar bank capital which issues those nfts no they buy it from this actual uh, solar park owners or developers and then the solar bank corporation is kind of building that uh, app for it so it might it will be different uh, solar park developers around the world so we we're doing like the first park that's being done now is together with Scottex Solar, which is one of the largest solar park developers in the world. And uh, and they will potentially be able to use that for other parks around there. So it's kind of the point is making uh, solar parks more liquid, making them available for everyone from the beginning and just kind of not just the big investors. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's how that works. So it will be several different solar park developers, but uh, the solar bank corporate is kind of doing the NFTs out of those shares of the park so they can become liquid and tradable and investable in that sense. Right, and that's what I'm saying. So this is explained in the white paper? Yeah, or at least the solar bank. Yeah, it's described. I mean, the flow charts are there. It describes mostly the what peak part and how a degenerate uh, part of it is. But uh, yeah, happy to, to share the white paper with you and get your comments. With, uh, yeah. So if you explain this, like from if I'm a DAO member, how how does the DAO buy how does the DAO buy these shares of the parks? Yeah, I'll, maybe we should set up another like I might need to go and pick up my kid from school now, but because it's uh, yeah in late afternoon. But uh, I it's uh, this is through the what peak uh, minter and uh, and the staking uh, kind of modules that we are building now, so that anyone can really mint the what peak, then that money goes into uh, that asset pool that buys these different uh, solar park tokens like the NFTs, and they put that into a vault. And uh, they will get, get the revenue from those solar park tokens and from the actual solar parks into that vault again. And that will 
turn those kind of yields and pay them out to those holders who are, who are staking the Wattpeak into the staking module. So you bring kind of the annual revenue from solar parks back as new yield into those who are staking the Wattpeaks into a, a module. And then the solar bank or the actual solar you know, DAO token holders will get the fees from the minter and the staking. So that's really the value accrual there is to, to build those modules and run those. Yeah, I know you got to run. I appreciate your time. I, I don't understand how the DAO is, but the, the Watt Peak token it was funded by the DAO to create it. And yeah. that's going to integrate with solar parks? It's, yeah, the Watt Peak is kind of the represent, like the fungible version of these pools of a lot of different solar parks batched together, right? So it's, it's similar to a stable coin where you will have like an asset, which is a huge mix of different coins or something like that. I think if you look at Silk or Ist or whatever it is, but this is really a, having an asset base of several different solar parks with different yields and different risk. And then this each watt peak represents, uh, you know, one watt peak of that uh, batch in a fungible way. So they are all similar. And the more of course the assets grow, the more stable this will become. So that's really the, the watt peak again. Okay. Yeah, and I appreciate your time. If, I mean, I know these are deeper questions, but how does the how does the money get? Who sends the money to the Watt Peak? Yeah, anyone can mint it. So that's kind of the thing we're building with the funding there now is to build a, a minting where anyone can invest in these Watt Peaks. Yeah. I mean, I mean, who sends the revenue to the Watt Peak to be distributed to the solar holders? Yeah, it comes from the through the solar park to the NFTs, so that's kind of paid in there. And then the solar bank DAO will have this uh, treasury sub DAO or asset sub DAO, which will get money and then distribute that to the what people. Right, and who sends the money to the NFTs? I guess I'm getting like, where is the real world connection getting into the on chain world, and who's yeah. in charge of that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, it's. <laughs> we do have the flowcharts on the white paper. I'm like, I actually need to run, but let's set up that. I have to walk through that and really get that tested. So that's supposed to question to everyone on the white paper as well to really, you know, battle test the, the theories behind this and how it will work. And uh, we have, yeah, it's kind of described yeah. there. It will flow. So really, maybe German can <laughs> join since he's he's in charge of that, right? Yeah, it's sort of the tech side, but of course the connections to the rival is uh, is also, as you say, both legal and financial flows. So that's part of that again, because it's real world assets. As you say, it needs to be bridged. Yeah, I really appreciate your time. I, I, I anybody have questions? Sorry, Bruce, I'm taking over your job. No, 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 don't worry. I was going to tell you. Oh, first of all, it was oh my god. First of all, I want to just thank Will for taking the time as well, man, and. Uh, if he has the time to take a question from Tank, I saw he has it has his hand up later. Earlier, I mean, I'm really fucking. No, I'll, 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 I'll with. <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me. Ah, uh, hold off for now because I know Will has to run. Um, I, I will say just a little bit of constructive feedback or criticism, if you will, and I'll try to keep it really short, man. I'm so confused from listening to what your business model is and what the whole flow is. It sounds like you're really struggling, struggling. Uh, to explain it yourself. Uh, and like, I, I would suggest, like Ray said, separation, uh, try not to cross too many things or bring value or try to bring value by crossing too many lines. Uh, put up a really good, easy, understandable flow chart uh, that is better explaining how this all works uh, before you go any further, man, because I'm fucking lost. And I'm like, I'll be honest, I'm super uninterested right now because I'm confused. 
Yeah, I mean, um, that's the flow shock that we stepped into the car. But uh, yeah, that's the flow shock on the, the white paper. So I have to share that and, and look to and work through that one. Thank you so Thanks, much, well. Tank. Thank you so much, Will. Yeah, thank you for coming on, man, and answering all the hard questions. It isn't easy when you're sitting in the light. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward right, to man, seeing uh, the white paper. Yeah, no, I'll share the white paper. And thanks a lot for uh, also bringing on the space, right? You see, when you get these kind of polls, and, and thanks to Ray for doing the work, even if I don't agree like, with the form, it represents the good beginning. It's, it's good that it happens, but you, always, you also have people just peeping into this, right, and posting shit that they don't know anything about. And I appreciate you, Raccoon Guy, saying, okay, let rather come on the show and right, talk about it and dig into the final what you think. So it's, uh, yeah, thanks for the opportunity to do that. I think it's uh, a good way to sort things out and at least get more clarity. Whichever way you think it still is, right, it's just uh, yeah, better to do it in a proper way. So thanks. No. Will, I just want to say, uh, yeah, you know something, what would be good would be to get you and uh, Hermund on maybe, and I hope I said his name right, Hermund, uh, maybe, I don't know, a week a week or 10 days down the line when you guys have had a chance to do a few things, uh, write, maybe write some, you know, incorrect mistakes or whatever. And then, yeah, yeah we'll have a, a chat in about a week or 10 days or something, yeah? Sounds perfect. Let's do it. And I always share the documents before and I'm happy to no worries, man. Take care. You sound like you're breaking up. Go and pick the kids up, yeah? Take care. Good job, man. Amazing. Amazing conversation. Hard conversation. Happy I'm not on the receiving end of race questions, to be honest. A, a difficult conversation, but Tank, I'll tell you, a necessary one. These are the issues and these are the things that we can The more people want to hide away from things, the, 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 you know, the worst crypto will be. What we're doing right here, right here today, guys, is trying to improve the industry for everybody concerned, and that's it. And there's no pitchforks. There's no fucking burning people at the stake. There's none of this. It's like, right, people do fuck up. I've fucked up in my life many times, right? Like, we all don't pay attention to detail at time, or we make mistakes. Or, But, you know, people have to understand that there's people like Rama like real, like 360 out there, who do, you know, regularly chain snipe. And, and with Minscan 2.0, there's going to be a lot more data. I mean, there's people going to be paying subscriptions for this data or, 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 you know, running the API data feed, whatever. Like, And there's people going to be trawling through fucking everything moving forward. What we've seen recently, like with Aqua, with this now and this not being the same as Aqua, but being like questionable, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this is only going to get worse, like for every project. Like there's what, three or four or five chain snipers today? This time next year, there'll be 20. The year after, there'll be 120. Like it's only going to increase. It's only going to get more intense. The scrutiny's not going to relax. And it's the only tools are getting them. better. The tools are getting yeah. way, way better. So doesn't that put projects on a lot more notice, though? To a degree, right? It does. It really, really does. I know uh, I know for a fact that Archway are building a structure in the NFT market, marketplace that's going to make it very, very, very hard for pro projects to do cash grabs because all the revenue from the mint is going to end up in a DAO lock from the beginning. Bro, I mean, that's really, really good. But, like, look at Empower, though, right? 
they they've got their own like L one. Uh, obviously, they've you know they're taking their time, etc. But all the, like hard work that they've done in the past could have been wiped out overnight in one second by critical errors or you know relapses in judgment. Yeah, like like people just have to be very 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 fucking careful these days. And thinking you can go and tokenize your DAO and and go out there in the public and do what you no 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 dude that's not how it works. You really need to take a step back and take baby fucking steps right now. Absolutely. But I'll, I'll, I want to take one moment to appreciate how few fucking scams there is in the cosmos compared to, let's say, on ETH, right? I had a little stroll on ETH the other day, man, and the first trade I ever did on on ARP, the first trade I ever fucking did was a rug pull. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I saw it just go from fucking profits to zero in a second, man. Yeah. Then I went back to the cosmos. Now I'm here again, guys. The worst thing, the worst thing, Bruce, is that if you uh, recommend a rug pull, so oh, yes. like if you buy, uh, when I bought into that fucking, oh, I forgot which one it was again, the Shopper Mon uh, 2021, I think I threw like a BNB in when my BNB was like, 500 bucks or something i was like i'll throw a bnb in here see what it's like 24 hours later like dude it was a rug pull and i'd like put it on twitter and i dude i've never ever tweeted anything since then i'm like fuck that stay away from it you gotta be careful absolutely man i got my mom mom involved in a bitcoin ponzi in usitek bro man i was heartbroken when we both of us got scammed so so will's gone can I can I just clarify something? There was an air of we're not scammers, but there was an air of well we've been careless, we've we've not paid attention to detail, uh, we've missed this or we've missed that. I, I probably the working on Empower more. This is like you heard him mention it's a side project, right? But like really, the the overall like underlying theme here tonight or to, this morning for you was like a, a careless, like a late, uh, unattentive to detail. Would that be correct, Ria? Or do we think there's something a little bit more behind it still? Well, I think it's a, at least that. I think it's a lack of respect for the people that they're shilling the token to. Yeah, that rang through in what you said today. Especially with the like redirect link on the website. I didn't know that. That's a very, very interesting point, that the website was not updated. But it was updated there's, with a link by the token, yeah? There's five, at least four or five links on the website to go buy the token. Like they're saying, the issue is that they're saying, well, we told everybody not to buy this token, you know, that it wasn't ready. in the. But all of the public material is go buy this token, minus like one tweet where they said the price may be volatile because of high activity. Yeah, and then you couple that with the lack of a public apology that does like start like raise concerns, yeah. That, well, that they, yeah. <clears throat> they started selling the token before, you know, at the same time or before the proposal. The team team wallets were selling the token immediately. Do you know what was very interesting about that? I, I did pick up on that, Ria, what you said, right? It's it's a two man deal, right? Governance, yeah. Two or two wallets control the entire DAO. Right, okay. So what they've done is they've had uh, re-vote and enable. 
and they've obviously had like their their periods set like way too long so basically what they did is they kind of like passed it but they couldn't execute it for two weeks would that be the correct summary yeah exactly what he said right okay okay so what he's done is he's that even though it's passed it was unable to be executed therefore it's not you know on chain it's not in its entirety right so what he's done is he's circumvented their own essential governance system to be able to go and do wallet actions waiting on that prop to be executed at a future period in time is that right or am i am i getting this wrong that's that how he has colored it yeah i don't know if that's we can't know intention well no you can see when props go up and when the when, what, what the time is on them that this is the whole thing about like deactivating revoting for like all these DAO people that are experts, you know, communication sub DAO, they're only just now figuring out you can't execute a fucking prop unless you disable revoting the plebs. But but never mind. Obviously, they didn't know that or didn't have the intelligence to or the foresight to figure that out with a two man fucking DAO. You would think so, but I would like okay. to. Uh, I would like to before going to uh, Chris because he's doing exactly the same. He's starting not the same, but he's starting a DAO and a business. And doing all this stuff in his DAO and keeping it got up on chain. I would just yeah, like to highlight keep this on the subject, keep it on solar dude. Yeah, yeah, I would just like to highlight how unfortunate it was that his explanation was explanation for every almost every question that uh, Ray he raised tonight or this morning, wherever you are in the world. That his answer was like, Yeah, that was a mistake, or we didn't know or and he he said that he has worked and made a bunch of startups in oil and banking and different different sectors and and branches. So I don't know. That's that's a bit unfortunate. It's a worry. It's it's a worry that like you know people's due diligence of running companies would be so like lacking in its in its like finite execution. Yeah, Ray, go ahead. I was going to say that. I think the the other thing too is that you notice how the definition of what a team is shifted when there were those five other wallets that received 800,000 tokens each and those aren't part of the team right but if you look back on that tweet I've shared they're not accounted for anywhere on that anywhere in those tokenomics and that distribution wow okay that's interesting that's a they very were all they were all seeded with money from will the initial transactions in every one of those wallets come from Will's personal wallet. But is Will's personal wallet also the DAO's wallet or the company's wallet? Yep. Companies. Yeah, but some of those were seeded eight months ago. Yeah, but there's no such thing as the DAO. Like the the DAO is no one's personal wallet, Bruce. Right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 yeah. I misspoke. They could have sent, but, but yeah, the company they, wallet. I was going to say they could have sent tokens from the DAO to seed these wallets like and show like a, an official trail right but instead the funds all came from from his personal wallet so it's which not is the DAO, DAO wallet well it's not no, a it's, DAO no it's not a, all the actions that are being taken on on these particular wallets and on this talk and distribution etc etc it's not a DAO it's you can't even call it a fucking DAO they're just using DAO DAO as a pretense that it falls under a DAO, so we all think, oh, it's a DAO, it's good. But nah, it's fucking not. Everything's been getting done in the background. Like, whatever discussions off-chain, 
personal wallets, like whatever. This is not a fucking DAO at all. No, they're just using the infrastructure. Like I, I pointed out in one of the threads is there is no way for anyone, even if they bought the entire circulating supply that was available in the liquidity pool to have a share of influence in the DAO that could influence the vote of, of the two founders. Joe, I see your hand up. Yeah, good morning, guys. I, di I didn't listen to the beginning. I kept getting rubbed, but I've been, you know, Ray's been DMing me all the info that he finds out. And what Robo just said is right. These teams are using DowDow to give legitimacy to their liquidity pools on Frontier or whatever. And um, in the end, they don't even need a token. And they're giving themselves the token. I don't know how they're starting up liquidity, but, um, you know, the there's a sucker born every day that's going to buy these small cap ultra low liquidity tokens hoping they do like 100x but the DAOs don't need tokens especially if you use nfts and i think the legitimate DAOs eventually will use nfts and there will be no fungible token they'll use juno which is what juno is for right i, I any DAO that's going to use a fungible token you could you could you could just blindly say nine out of ten of them are going to be either rug pulls or they're going to screw with the liquidity pool so bad that it's going to end up an unintentional rug pull. So that, that's just my, my take shooting from the hip. Just to add to what you're saying, Joe, too, is there's a feature in DowDow. You don't even need a token. You can, you can give wallets membership in the DAO directly. You don't right. need an and NFT then, or anything. And then you don't even need NFTs then, right? You just need wallets that belong to individuals who opt in to be part of the DAO without having to buy in necessarily because they have an interest in whatever the DAO is trying to accomplish and you don't need liquidity pools. And what's amazing is that all these guys that are so smart, they don't even realize that their wallets and their transactions can all be tracked back to the beginning of time. And then it's all like, Oh, I didn't know. Oh, it was an experiment. Oh, we're just trying to do the right thing. Um, this was unintentional. We're inexperienced. Like I'm, t we're going to hear that so many times. And Dow Dow is going to be that place where nine out of ten projects are either designed to fail from the beginning, or they're just really like off the rails, quote unquote experiments. But in my opinion, you don't do experiments with real money, so don't call it an experiment. It, you're you're screwing with real money. You are you are trying to thinly veil your marketing to get other people to buy in, most likely. And um, yeah, like I said, the sucker's born every day. I've I've bought some of these tokens also. Like I, I like a sucker, you know. I go in, I'm like, oh, all I need is someone to put a thousand dollars into this pool, and now I could double my money, right? You could you could almost calculate that with the low liquidity pools. And I I I, I bought some of these tokens. I had I had Aqua tokens. Like I never sold my airdrop. I, I was waiting for it to go up. So I'm a sucker too. But like I we said, we all got Aqua, whether we wanted to or not. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the other thing with a DAO. You don't airdrop DAO tokens. That's not how a DAO works. DAOs are opt in, right? It's like a club that's trying to accomplish one specific purpose. You do not ever airdrop DAO tokens ever because then it's not a DAO, right? You're, you're, you're trying to create liquidity for, for your team to cash out most likely. So that's, that's my two cents on this. And uh, I joke with Jake. I say that DAO DAO is the rug pull app on Juno. And, uh, Obviously, that's it's it's going to do way more than that eventually. But right now, all these all these people who don't realize that someone like Ray can just go on MintScan, track everything from the initial airdrop, connect wallets on different blockchains from one wallet address, and then they're oh we didn't know oh this was not the intention. We're trying to help people in Africa. You know, it's it's just, it's it's going to be the same. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Like, oh, these people need water. People need 
groceries, whatever the hell it is. It's all a bunch of bullshit. They're, they're, they're trying to dump Joe, token. Joe, where's Bono? Where's Bob Geldof? Where's Bono? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Bob Geldof is gonna is gonna sing, um, you know, Kumbaya with Pink Floyd, and um, we're gonna we're gonna grow some crops in the desert in Africa he's as gonna, long he's as gonna, he's, he's gonna, he's he's gonna hold hands. Just... He's gonna hold hands with V, isn't he? Bob yeah, Geldof yeah. and V around the campfire singing Kumbaya. <laughs> and I think, uh, yeah, it, it, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make this token, and and the the utility of this token that we're gonna make is that it's going to magically fertilize the desert sand so we can grow crops somewhere where plants haven't grown in 5 million years. But Joe, you, you don't understand you know, the value accrual for the token holder is that what we're going to do is we're going to buy the equipment to make the farms and then charge the people who can't afford to feed themselves to get the food after that. And that's how you're going to get your money back. Why don't we just go to Africa or whatever and we just face-to-face, we have a, we set up a table in the middle of where there's no food. And then we help people set up Kepler wallets and we just give them the tokens directly and say, here, here are your DAO tokens. Your problem is totally solved. See you later. We're not going to waste time digging wells and all that shit. You just take the token because it's a token, right? We made this. And token you get the too. revenue for the sucker other tribe that we and sell the well to. And then we just, and they say, don't worry, because you're making 50% APR on this token that I just made up yesterday. So literally, you won't believe it. I think I sent you the thread, right? There was somebody that suggested they do that. Listen, if I was starving to death, at least it would be like a consolation prize to be getting like triple digit APR for the last few days of my life, you know? Get handed down to your grandkids. It's terrible to say. But my, my model would be at least you get an NFT, right? Get an NFT. <laughs> Airdrop somebody at one of those NFTs and they'll feel better. Something quality made off of mid-journey. <laughs> but yeah, uh, guys, coming the, the launch pad for rug pulls, and these people, I, I didn't know, and we'll eventually connect these people to other projects with different different Twitter handles. You know, I just want to ask uh, Chris how hard it is to to make a business in a DAO and setting it up and keeping everything on chain. Um, for what I'm doing, it's not very difficult, <clears throat> but it's it's good to be able to look at this aqua mess. And uh, what's this new one that he's talking about that Ray's digging into? Um, the one y'all been discussing this morning. So, so, Solar. so it's it's good to watch. For one, props to Ray for doing all the digging. And uh, but it's good to watch and see. You know, I I find it hard to believe that, especially in Aqua, some of that wasn't intentional. Um, in this one, it's a little bit more. You know. I don't know. I, I hate to throw people under the bus, but I've I've listened in a little bit this morning, and uh, I know there's lots of things that they're doing that you know it's good for me to see how this works out, right? Like I, I'm learning what you don't do, that's for sure. But for me, I've been in crypto long enough; I already knew not to do any of this shit. So just run it like a regular business. Just just be transparent about what you're doing. Exactly, and. Uh, <clears throat> You know, I, I do disagree with Joe on one thing you just said. I wish he hadn't dropped down. Um, I think you can airdrop DAO tokens. We're doing an airdrop. And if if I get what he's saying, if the team hosts, like, say, 30% of the supply and they got vesting and they can, like, dump on their stakers year, you know, every single year when they invest, I get it. You are, in that sense, creating liquidity. But I think there's ways you can do it where you don't 
as a team, dump all of your stakers, and that's where I think the, air, the airdrop can still be useful. For us, we're, we're going to airdrop 10% of the supply to the NFTs. Like, so why would I give 10% of the supply to the DAO to random Juno stakers that are just going to dump the token and they don't give a shit about the project? But if you're buying an NFT to play the game or to stake the game, stake in the game, like, I think they absolutely deserve some governance. Um, so I, I don't think it's like a, a cut and dry. I, I guess what I'm saying is you can't generalize it. It is very project specific and, and how it's set up. I'm not shut up. Joe's got his hand up now. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, 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 I should have said that I've never seen airdropping a DAO token be reasonable. And you're 100% right. It's definitely project specific, right? Like you could airdrop DAO tokens to existing communities like pinpoint using either nfts or wild activities say okay these these thousand people would be you know most likely the target for a, building a good community will airdrop some tokens but if you airdrop tokens in the end what what i've seen is it's all to just get some initial interest out there so that a liquidity pool can be set up i didn't i shouldn't have generalized that way oh, my, yeah. kids, my kids my kids my kid's rugging me right now. Listen. Oh, yeah. And, and for sure, in general, I do agree with you, Joe. I think that it's a problem in crypto. I think it's a problem in DeFi. I think we have to change. Like you talk about tokenomics a lot, Joe. You and I are very aligned on that. You, you can ask uh, one of my first conversations I ever had with Bruce was about how crappy tokenomics are in DeFi and how it's got to change. If we don't mature the space and, and try something different, you just can't keep having every four years these same bull runs with the same crap tokenomics where we're rug pulling all the new people because then people give up. Yep. They either turn into Bitcoin. No, no, it's, it's, you're creating a nice fat bullseye for regulators to come in. And I almost don't blame them if if the U.S. regulators come in and snuff out 90 percent of what's out there, because it's it's a lot of these guys that. You know, they they, they, they they consider themselves experts in Web3, but they just can't seem to realize that triple digit APRs are not sustainable. And, and in the end, we're all coming from a system where we consider 8% inflation to be high. And we're running from that as fast as we can. And then we're like, oh, look, 800% inflation. This is so much better. And I'm one of those suckers too, believe me. I chased APRs. <laughs> I, I, got, I, got, I got punched in the face so many times with Osmo tokens and, and stars. And it's like, but I'm like, but I like the platform. The tokens have almost nothing to do with the platform. Yeah, but that's worrisome, man. Like like for everyone that loves Stargaze, like you, you don't want Stargaze to crumble and fail long-term because of crap decisions on tokenomics, man. These guys are working on smarter. That. A few people are working on that now. Great to hear, man. Ray, I've seen your hand up. Go ahead, man. And then we could go to Don afterwards. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to say with what Chris is saying, too, is that I think you can do airdrops, but you just can't airdrop to randos. And in the ex explanation you're kind of putting forth, Chris, is that, look, these are basically, we won't use the word investors. So these are people who decided to put some stake in the project and they bootstrap the liquidity by purchasing the NFTs, basically. And then there needs to be a way, and once the token exists, it can be used as a as a way to get people who already have skin in the game, um, you know, to participate in the system and in building value for it. Because it, it definitely comes down to like how do you create utility for the token, and how and how do you uh, incentivize the 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 use of it? It has to have utility. It has to go somewhere. Can't just have people speculating with it. 
I was just going to add that um, I think one of the biggest challenges is how how do you have a governance token that also doubles as uh, like some kind of currency for your project, and then at the same time, people are speculating like crazy and swinging the price. Um, but you I don't, don't think it can every... hard to serve its original purpose, you know, as the as the DAO token. But like, I, I know like governance on the L1 isn't isn't a DAO token, but isn't that basically Juno, Cosmo, Osmo, every token, every coin out there you just described? Yeah, the, 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 I look at the layer one tokens in Cosmos as DAO tokens. And um, part of the reason why, oh, well, we talked about the inflation, but now as the prices go down 90 to 99% on most of them, except for Adam, um, governance can get gamed really easily because, you know, you have people even like tweeting out, oh, I'm trying to accumulate a million Juno tokens when it's the same person who made a lot of the bad decisions, use their influence to crash the token in the first place. And you wonder, you wonder how much of this is a game and how much of it is intentional where you have these quote unquote influential team members doing things that absolutely affect the price. And then all of a sudden, you know, Juno's below a dollar, everyone's buying it like crazy. They're going to have even more influence at the top of the next market. And let's not forget Juno already confiscated um, tokens from, from, you know, the biggest community stakeholder, right? And you could say what you want about the airdrop, but, you know, that couldn't have been done if there weren't enough tokens in the right hands. And with that said, I just want to, that's a good point, Joe. I just want to go to Don and welcome him up. He's been waiting there for a moment. Hey, guys, can you hear me? Loud and clear. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for having this space. Um, thank you. Uh, Robo. I think it's Bruce. It's a rack FM. Yeah. 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 And, uh, cool. 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 See you guys on Twitter all the time. I don't really speak too much on spaces, but, um, and thank you, Ray. I've seen, uh, Ray's work, you know, for a while, especially, um, through the whole aqua mess and, um, I greatly appreciated the greatly appreciated and appreciate the, uh, the work he puts in the research, which is, you know, second to none. So I appreciate you for what you're doing. Um, I'm speaking. I just wanted to come up here and speak just because I have invested into um, solar as via the NFT. And um, I own a few of the NFTs and I'm also in the solar discord. Now I am far from a blockchain expert. I'm far from good at, inspecting mint scans and all that good stuff so i have to get better with that and that's something i've admitted to you know in our respective um discords but one thing i will say just to kind of give another side of things is um will which is uh the founder of solar if you're on their discord and you have any question to um address to will and you're on their on, on his discord especially with with uh german also those guys do not hide anything. Those guys, when you ask them a question, they answer it. Um, they are constantly um, just in tune with their their direct community on there. So I'm not sure, I mean, just from here in the space, and again, like I appreciate all you guys for what you're doing. I do feel that overall that there are a few things that uh, can be ironed out when it comes to the transparency, um, when it comes to, um, you know, full disclosure. but um, one thing I've gathered is that those guys 
they have done their their darn best in keeping in communication with their investors that are on their Discord. And I can speak for a lot of them that are on there and say that like we don't feel like we're out in the dark when it comes to what they're doing. And whenever we have questions, those guys hit it. So one thing I would highly recommend, which you guys already have um have um recommended to Will is having both um Will and Jermon back with Ray for another session just to go deeper because there's so many moving parts. Um I, I do feel that again there there are things that need to be um need to be is it there definitely needs to be better uh dotting of the i's and crossing of t's that's a fact that's that's something that's indisputable but um i just feel that like especially ending the call will is off here he can't defend himself everyone has their own opinions i definitely feel that there definitely needs more there needs to be more disclosure um there needs to be more clarity and um and that would just help the overall community because one thing i will say is that you know with ray and his research and what he has been putting um on twitter like ray i think ray understands at this point that he has a lot of influence especially after what happened with aqua and how he just dismantled that whole operation with his research which was again it was pretty outstanding but his voice is powerful whether he knows it or not to a point where just by him tweeting something just tweeting a question about something can really um influence an investor to make a move or not make a move. So um so he has a lot of power and I feel like a lot like I'm just checking the the numbers. A lot of people um a lot of people build out on solar. I'm pretty sure because of race uh tweets. And I'm not saying that's not the right thing to do or the wrong thing, but um he has a lot of power. And I feel that um Long story short, without getting too much, uh, going too far in, having another uh, spaces, going to, into some more detail, um, I think that'd be very good for the community. And the space was phenomenal today, so I thank you guys. And I just wanted to give a perspective from an investor standpoint. Again, I'm not super educated. You guys are super in detail with stuff. I got to get better with that, especially with this whole blockchain stuff. This stuff is like hieroglyphics to me for the most part. But um. But I, I appreciate what you guys are doing and, um, you know, definitely another space and a fair, a fair space where Will and German can speak and Ray can give his side. They can give their sides. I think that'd be very amazing to building and going to the next level here. So thank you, guys. Thank you for that perspective, Don. Thank you for coming up and speaking. Really appreciate it. Nice to hear another perspective and yeah, hear from a guy that's been deeply involved on the Discord. Go ahead, Ray. You have your hand hey, up. Hey, Don. Yeah, I, I, I really appreciate you coming up, and uh, I, I had a couple. I had a question for you, if, if you're willing to take it. Um, yeah, I know it's really nerve wracking to come up and speak in a space, and I totally agree in the sense that I try to be very careful with what I write, and I try to double check everything that I would put on Twitter to make sure, because you know whether it's anything that gets put on Twitter, regardless of the accuracy can influence things. And so I really don't want to build a reputation of being, I won't name names of others, but being kind of off the cuff and having to walk stuff back. So um, yeah. And in that sense, I would say that like we're getting two messages. Like I feel for the investors in solar um, and, and then I don't, I don't think anybody can make a claim of, 
you know, what influences the token price one way or the other to, to a great degree. I don't think I'm that powerful, but uh, like from your perspective, like what is the value of solar, the token? How does that accrue value? And how does, how do you understand the whole uh, solar Dow watt power WP token and solar bank capital? Like how, how do you understand how those things fit together as somebody who's been in the discord and, and the team has been, you know, informing you? Yeah. So that's a great question. Um, that's something that, um, all right. So let's start with the solar bank DAO. So the, from what I understand, cause again, I'm, I'm not an expert in this stuff. I'm still learning. So um, the solar bank is pretty much the foundation of what those guys are doing over there and um, how that connects to the watt power. I mean, the watt power is basically the, the entity or the token that's used to, um, to basically fund um, pretty much the solar banks that are being built out over in the different regions that they're investing into. So that's, that's pretty much like the overall, like the exact details. I'm not, I couldn't really explain it that well. Like I'm, again, I'm just a, a simple investor when it comes to this stuff. So for me to actually explain the, how those two things work, I'm still learning it myself personally. So um, that's why like I'm saying to you guys that like, I would definitely love for them to come back on and explain more just because I'm learning this stuff. I'm still trying to figure out how the different things work, but for me to explain it in detail, I would struggle with that, which is what I'm doing right now. So, yeah. Yeah, no, no worries, man. I mean, I, I didn't even looking for a detailed explanation. So it sounds like, and I'm, excuse me if I put words in your mouth here. It sounds like you like the idea of investing in solar and that there was some indication or promise of revenue in some way, shape or form coming back to holders that purchased solar, right? And that, that's why you invested. Definitely. That's a, that's a big reason why I invested. Yes. Cool. So I would say like for the next space too, I, and I know if anybody else wants to talk, but for the next space, I don't even think I need to be involved. I think it would just be good for people to ask Will and, and German questions about how this whole thing works. Could be. I think, uh, I don't know, but this is just my, my first hand thought when you said that. I think if there is redemption to be found, I think it would be good if you were there while it happened. Do you understand what I'm getting at? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I pushed the thumbs down, but I meant the <laughs> thumbs up. Yeah, I, I just, I think it just needs to be. If you're starting a business, you have a business plan, right? And there should be a business plan presented, like a concrete business plan that lays this out from I bought solar to I got a return on my investment, and this is the, this is how the sausage is made. And I think that's just the only fair and responsible thing to do to people who bought the the token. I agree. I agree. There's a different culture in, in DeFi in general, but uh, I completely agree with your sentiment. I just want to say hey to Rebel NFT for coming up. Thank you for coming up, man. You've been waiting a bit. Yeah, hi. Uh, I, I hope I'm speakable, but uh, I was in the car and I, I, I always listen to it, not always, but I listened to Rock FM in the car and I just hit the mic, uh, the, the request to speak uh, button by accident. But uh, I don't know <laughs> really, really a lot about solar, but 
Um, I just agree with Ray on Web3 being sometimes really rough and hard to find out what blockchains or tokenomics or what kind of investments you are promised in return. Like, I'm, I'm just more of a keep it simple and stupid kind of guy, so I want to know what people want to do and basically want to understand what they are trying to do in, in, in my simple mind because just like Donna, I'm just a simple investor, also a project co-founder, but just a simple, keep it simple and stupid. And I find it very hard to understand um, basic tokenomics and how how they return your investment and it's all based on a promise basically so um, like a, a good plan and a good simple and stupid like talk to me like I'm a kid and I understand it that's what I want to see in a roadmap or a white paper um, and sometimes these things are just not readable at all like I, I you read them and you was like what are you talking about here so um, yeah keep it simple and stupid for me it would be a key I don't know basically if Solar does this, but I would explain this to any chain. Keep it simple. Thank you, Riddle. I think it's good to keep it simple. If you have a product that is simple and easy to explain, or at least if you are able to do it, it's way easier to convince people to buy it at least. Ray, you have your hand up. Go ahead. Yeah, I think um, for Don in this too, if you know, in the DAO or in the Discord, I think the real question that came out of the end of the conversation, and I know Will had to leave, um, but I think the thing that's not made clear uh, is how how does the investment in the physical solar park transfer back to the owners of solar? Like, what is the connection? Because it seems like what is kind of being explained is there's this solar bank capital company, which Will is a is a shareholder in and on the board of directors that is doing some facilitation of this. And then the money, the revenue in, in some way, which we don't, we didn't get explained, I think, would be moved back to the DAO or part of it would be transferred back to the DAO. But I think, I think that's the big question is like, how does this, how does this go from physical solar park to the, sh to the owner of the solar token? And especially when the owner of the solar, 90% of the supply of the solar token is Will, and his partner, um, I'm not sure necessarily what that revenue is going to look like. If they're saying 8% per year and 90% of that 8% is going to go to them, I mean, you're looking at less than, you know, 1% of 8%, essentially. How do you feel when you hear that? Um, how does that make you feel? Yeah, for, for me, I mean, that's, I'll put it to you this way. Um, I feel that and kind of generalizing and taking um, Ray's question, um, I feel that the cosmos as a whole, when it comes to tokenomics, is overall not good. And that's using it in those words in a very nice way. So many tokens, I won't even name the, the tokens, like I feel they were based on Ponzi-nomics to begin with. So there's a lot of people that were taking money off the top, a lot of investors that well, a lot of, let's see, I'm, I'm going to say VCs, but a lot of main investors into these projects, main founders were the ones that were the main uh, beneficiaries of the profits of the projects. High APRs, um, biggest amount of profits went to those investors. So so I say all that to say that um, 
one thing that solar that I know of that solar is doing is through their um, their LPs, their intention was to get their tokens out to the community, um, have people invest into it. Um, and one thing I'll, I will say within that was in our discord um, multiple times, um, Will did disclose, yes, you know, we have the solar token on the uh, osmosis pool. Um, if you guys can invest into it, invest into it. But what happened is that the token price skyrocketed. And then the, the minute that that happened, he told our Discord members, hey, guys, like, and he told us this multiple times. Hey, guys, these numbers are really high. Be very careful. I'm not saying don't invest into it, but it's a very good risk that this is going to, this is just high um, token prices because of the high APR. And I, we didn't expect the price to go to this uh, high amount. So just be very careful in investing. So a lot of our Discord members were not, <clears throat> were not surprised and actually expecting for the price to come back down pretty heavily because of people obviously um, heavily investing into the, into the LPs and taking advantage of the high PRs, and then once they come down a little bit, you know, dumping the token. So, so the dump, so the the decrease of the token wasn't a surprise to us. So, um, so anyway, when when it comes to um, the um, what the the solar parks do, the high amount of revenue going back to the to the founders, I saw personally, I don't see a problem with that, um, especially if whatever whatever I invest into the project, if I get back the percentage that I'm due then it is what it is. So if I own, for example, with the, the airdrop, if I own four um, uh, solar hero NFTs and the first airdrop um, shoots out, you know, 250,000 solar tokens and my percentage is 2000. If I get my 2000 tokens, I got, I'm fine. And that's exactly what happened. So the first um, distribution of the airdrop, I got the percentage that I was due. So, so what the founders want to do, if they, if they make 90% off of the 100%, in my opinion, they deserve it because they founded the project. And one thing they are doing is that they are, um, you know, through the LP, you know, whether this works or not, they are distributing a huge amount of, of tokens to get the tokens out to the community, if you will. So, um, so yeah, so if they get a, a huge majority of it um, to your question, I don't mind that because they did what they had to do. Like any founder, you're, they're going to get the high majority of the of the profits. Um, so, um, so I have no problem with that. Long story short, as long as I get my part that I'm promised, I'm fine. Hope that answers awesome. answer the question. Thank you, Don, man. Appreciate it. Ray, it's so cool. I appreciate you in here, Don. I'm not. Uh, this kind of harkens back to Mike F and Aqua. It's so refreshing to be able to like get into the mind of, of somebody who believes in a project um, because it's just, it's interesting to, to hear the perspective that you're, you're giving. Um, I, I had two questions or maybe one statement and then one question. I'll do the statement later, but did <clears throat> during the time when they were cautioning you to get involved or to, to, sorry, when they were cautioning you about investing and cautioning the discord and in investing, were they also disclosing that they were actively personally selling the tokens? Um, for my, if I were to, for my memory, I can't re fully recall that. 
So I'm not saying that they did it, but I can't fully recall if they disclosed that. Yeah, and I, I, it's just a question because it, it seems like, yeah, hey, be careful. And we're also, we're, we're going to take profit here because this price is insane. I mean, that, if I was the Dow person and I'm speculating here, right? If I, if I was the founder of the Dow and I had a bunch of tokens and the price went to the moon, I would be like, this is going to bootstrap our Dow. It, it's stupid for us not to take and get some cash to bootstrap operations. But my question would be is, I know they did put up the proposal to sell 50,000. Um, but you know, that proposal should have been executed on April 1st and, and they were selling pre-execution and then pre pre proposal as well, um, out of some of the wallets. So uh, my other comment would be, I know that you're saying you're going to get, uh, you know, 2000 tokens or whatever out of the 250,000 that were airdropped as part of the NFT collection. I think the other thing to keep in mind there is that there are 500 other people because it was a full mint. There are 500 other people getting those tokens as well. And, you know, if they all dump, it's there. I think it's pretty much mathematically impossible for everybody to to get their investment back at this point. OK, so um, I'm not sure what you mean by that Re regarding getting their investment back. What do you mean by that? If you can clarify, Ray? Yeah, I just mean like if you if you if people were to sell the token, uh, after the airdrop, the price is doing what it's doing now is the people are liquidating the they're claiming and, and liquidating the solar they claimed and it's driving the price lower and lower. And so there's, you know, are you saying that with 250 or with, with 2,500, which is, I believe, what the airdrop was or a thousand, it was between 1,000 and 10,000, depending on uh, the wallet. So was it one? Yeah. Anyway, but with those tokens that you received at the price that it's at now, you, are you saying that that's a break even for your NFT buy? I'm not like making this personal to you, just asking. No, absolutely not. After the price dropped, um, based on where the price is at now, you wouldn't get back your investment. Absolutely. Um, my, my whole vision with it, I mean, just again, my unexpert opinion or my un unexpert uh, standpoint, I'm not investing into this for the early return on the airdrops. Um, we again. I I was of the fact, you know, the um, opinion that when the airdrop was announced, there's a good chance a token would hit around ten cents a token. It was one point the token was in the sixties to seventy cents a token, and basically when the token airdrop was around ten cents, now it's maybe what two cents a token. So at this point, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be very hard to recoup um, just off the airdrop. Um, however, I do. Um, see the potential of what the project is aiming to do. Um, there are, you know, future incentives um, that we're seeing when it comes to uh, holding the uh, NFT. So, um, so from my end, I'm not expecting to get my rate of return back just off of the airdrops. To answer your question. Cool. I really appreciate you taking the time to to answer the, and to just have the conversation. Do you have any do you have any questions uh, from this side, like of anything that's concerning you or that you wanted? Maybe I, I guess I would still consider myself fairly objective. Like I have no ownership. I've never bought solar. I have no interest in buying solar. So, so can you say that one more time? I lost you for a second. I was just saying, do you have any do you have any questions about the tokenomics or about the about anything that was discussed today that you that I could possibly provide any evidence or clarification on? 
No, uh, not really. Um, like you guys, again, like Ray, the research he's done already, like it, it, it definitely makes you from my, like, this is the thing. Like I work some pretty crazy hours. I have my own, um, obviously like we all do have our own, um, work schedules, business schedules. I, from my end, this is just a, um, an illumination on the fact that we need to do our own, do better as investors doing our own due diligence and research. Um, so, you know, with the back and forth, which between Will and Ray, um, it just brought clarity that I just need to be more informed. I need to do more research. I need to get better and read in the blockchain. I need to do better on reading mint scans, all that good stuff. Because in my workspace and what I do, I'm super technical. In the uh, Web3 world, I am a, a dumb nut. Like, I don't know what's going on. Let me deny. I know, I know some stuff. Let me not bring myself down too much. I know some stuff, but compared to guys like you and Ray, and some of the people people on the call like Gigi and Dirty Harry, like I am, I am very much behind the, the eight ball. So I just got to get do better. Um, and you know, with, with Ray asking the question of how does Solar relate to to the to the Watt Peak and all that stuff, I couldn't. I, I can maybe explain it and maybe a more one on one conversation standpoint. But being on a general stage, I'm having a hard time explaining it. So I, I guess it's just the nervousness of being on stage. But um, uh, more questions at this point. No, I just need, I just, I just feel we just need another session um, and the objectivity of you guys. And um, I feel that we can grow and get better as a community as a result of, uh, you know, learning from this. So that's just my standpoint. Yeah, you've done great, man. I really appreciate you taking the, being brave enough to to talk and in public on this. And, and I have one final question, if you'll humor me, and this is probably a short answer is when they distributed the, token and they did the token genesis event um or you may not have been around for that but have they ever mentioned those five wallets that received eight hundred thousand? have they ever mentioned any other team members yeah so um from what i know they had i knew that they had another team member that was actively working on the project um and there was an issue at a point where that team member when the token was um was distributed he dumped a huge amount of tokens and that's documented so i'm aware that team member he's he's somewhere on twitter but um but regarding the five wallet stuff was i aware of that i i, I wasn't aware of that i'm not saying that they didn't put that out there because i'm in their discord i'm not like on there 100 percent of the time but um but they i am aware of another team member that's not a part of their team anymore and um but i'm not aware of the five wallets that that wasn't something that was brought to my attention before um this um the back and forth between ray and and the team cool thanks man I, yeah i don't expect you to be the expert i just wanted to know if that was stuff that was disclosed so thanks so i really really appreciate it it's nice to just have a civil conversation and learn more about this absolutely thank you guys for having me on here to speak i appreciate that and thank you for the space appreciate it Absolutely. Sorry. It's done. Done. Sorry. <laughs> really, really, really appreciate you coming up and giving uh, another perspective in the matter. Just so it, yeah, I like the holistic sense, the holistic perspective approach to things. So everything has so many nuances. So it's just nice to have more. If uh, if nobody want to have want to come up and talk and have any questions or a final comment, I think I'm going to close down the space. Well over two hours. Finn's gonna love this. Finn loves when we go over two hours on the recorded ones. 
Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. This was Reg FM hosted by Bruce Man. We we got through a lot of stuff. Ray, he's probably a bit more clarified, maybe not. Never know with Ray. He just likes to dig, 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 man. Really appreciated Will coming on and everybody that spoke today. And as yeah, final cherry on top of our Sunday on this Thursday, we had Don come up and give a perspective as a retail investor. So much appreciate, appreciated, everybody. See you tomorrow for a special space regular FM Friday, Friday, the Friday space, the Friday space with Straylight. Gonna gonna listen in, man. Gonna hear what he has to say. Maybe he's gonna reveal some of his secrets. I'm pretty sure he's an AI. But yeah, tune in tomorrow, man. This was Bruce Man and Regular FM. I'll see you later. It's the Rex Show coming from the Rex Store. This back in the Mac in the back floor. Let's go, chillin' with raccoons by the back door. Take all so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making door right. But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right price. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart Read between lies, laser beam through lean eyes Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile Be wise, NFT wise, fuck with these guys It's the rack rap from the back lab 100 NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack rap from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack It's the rack rap from the back lab 100 NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack pack from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack Blast that rack rap from the stash app Supplying the raccoons with a headbang rap Rack gang with the rack will slang Like a trash can hoodie with fangs and a gold chain It's either rack will or the red pill Best chill while we get into the first meal Best feel, best devs with the best skill No shill, all real, secret is a great deal Rack will insane, Shane better stand fast Robo shooting his tweets with straight facts Knowledge from the streets, with the best plan yet Winston gotta eat if you retweet that Free of a life feed from the base camp McKenna always ready if you dare that Buying all raccoons for his rare stash Trash panda biker gang motherfucking hashtag It's the rack rap from the back lab 100 NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack rap from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack It's the rack rap from the back lab 100 NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack rap from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack <laughs>